0: From the fabulous and famous Fitzpatrick's Castle Hotel in Dublin, Ireland, you're listening to the award-winning What's the Story podcast. Now, here's your hosts, Danny Murray and Graham Merrow Merrigan.
1: Hello and welcome along to chapter 44 of What's the Story podcast. 44! Naughty? No <laughs> uh, My name is Danny Murray and alongside me as always is my beautiful, beautiful, beautiful co-host. The man who keeps me in this job. The man who the women come back for every single week. The you know wonderful it. Graham Merrow Merrigan. What's the story? How are you man? Great, feel great. Love it, love it. This one, this one, this one means a lot to me. Are you hyper? I'm, it's nervous excitement that is bubbling with anticipation. Don't scare them away now. I'm not going to. Lads, you might have noticed the intro was different. And the sharper listeners amongst you will know what that was. And the more, the more excited and and giddy and amazing listeners out there, well, know what this week is.
0: Well, I hadn't had a, I didn't have a in this, so
1: I just want people to know. You're raising a flag already. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I'm alright with that. I love you. People are asking what's coming up. What's coming up on
0: the show? I
1: said, oh, we're doing a
0: Eurovision special. you are doing a what? Yeah. Da- I said, Danny loves
1: Eurovision. We that, are. The, this is. This is the Eurovision special. Yeah. This is this, for me. This, this would be the. Like, I I don't even know how to how to how to put into words. What I remember is. about five or six years ago, um, when we had a Eurovision conversation. And it was this when I came out of Eurovision Closet here? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought you were actually joking. A lot of people do. Yeah. A lot of people do. Yeah, yeah, they don't get that. And look, I, I know why. I can understand why. I and I accept that and yeah. all, but there is something so cheesily, amazingly beautiful about the Eurovision song contest. I just I just I love it.
0: Yeah, I don't get it, but at the same time I think yeah, I watch it. I think I watch it. There's nothing else on it watch it. Look,
1: everybody watches it.
0: You know, can I ask you a question? Of course can. We might be talking about it with the, our two
1: guests, but... Yeah, that's that's the other thing. We've got two guests for you this week. Two
0: guests. Two Eurovision guests. <clears throat> um, the, the qualifying rounds. That Oh, no. I think I asked one of the guests all that.
1: We have two guests this week. That's how serious I am taking this. This is incredible. Yeah. This is... Whew, okay. Shout so. out to
0: Ray, Ray Gilmartin for sorting out one of Absolutely. the
1: guests. Raymond Gilmartin, you lovely from man, you. I owe you copious beverages um, sometime. Whew, I got a bit nervous as well because... Uh, look, it's not every day you get to meet a Eurovision winner. What? Yeah. The one and the only Charlie McGettigan. One half of the rock and roll kids joining us. Not only are we bring you Charlie. No, 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 no. We don't stop there. We scoured. We searched. All my friends on Facebook. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I got another Eurovision.
1: <laughs> to bring. <Psycho. laughs> That's harsh, man. That's harsh. <laughs> it is
0: harsh. I'm only joking.
1: A man who who I, I'm openly willing to admit dwarfs my Eurovision knowledge. A man who would put me in my place. The one and the only Brian O'Reilly from The Independent. A man who knows Eurovision inside out. He's covered the Eurovision, hasn't he? He has. He's been to them. He's, uh, as we'll hear when we speak to Brian, he, had, he He was the one who broke a story about the Eurovision, a number, of, a, a very, very big story about the Eurovision a number of years ago. Say nothing. Say nothing. We'll hear from him. No housekeeping this week. It's straight into the business. Gary Mackle will not be happy. Gary, I apologise, but for something as big as the Eurovision housekeeping is superseded for the simple fact that we've two guests and there's too much eurovision to contain
2: <laughs> let's go it.
1: i can't handle it so we're gonna jump straight into our first guest here we go our first guest this week for the eurovision special um i'm i'm excited <laughs> well, i apologize i fan uh he's mr charlie mcgettigan one half of uh, the eurovision winning pair of the rock and roll kids the best Amazing. song yeah, yeah. Y-
3: you know, I, I, I... This is Charlie, by the way, now speaking. <laughs> That's uh, a giant, uh, yeah, Charlie. Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, can't, even today now, I was in a restaurant in Enfield just having a, having a lunch, and uh, a girl came over and she said she had heard me on the Anton Savage Shavage show. Paula myself were on the Anton Savage show on Today FM last Friday. And she comes up and she talks to me, and, and i kind of quite startled because it's over, what, 22 years since, yeah, since yeah. we were there. Yet people always seem to remember what they were doing Particularly for that song, for some for oh, yeah. some reason or other, you know, everybody has a has a memory of it. It's you know, and it's kind of nice, you know, because you know you think, God, it must they must have forgotten about it at this stage, you know. And the next thing, something like today, you know, that happens. And even when we were on the Anton on Anton Savage show um, last week. The amount of texts and messages, and people don't ask for autographs anymore. It's selfies. selfies yeah. Yeah. So you're there. We must. will we'll be there. getting one too. <laughs> we. <laughs> <laughs> we were there. Must have been about an hour there getting selfies. You know, and you just think it's finished. And so hey, would you mind? If got a yeah, and of course you don't. You know, uh, it, it's it's great fun to meet people, and most of the people would have been maybe in their teens when that when when we won. You know, and even some were only seven or eight years of age. Yeah. But they all remember it.
0: I was. Yeah. I was ten. There You go, yeah. yeah. Do you I remember it? Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah, yeah. my. I, I, um, I was dropped into a family friend's house, Morning and Christy Cummins. Hello, Morning, Christy. <laughs> um, and they watched me when my parents went to the pub to watch the mm. Eurovision. Yeah, they went to the pub to watch yeah. it, yeah. And uh, yeah, I remember the f- kind of I remember falling asleep after it, but I remember everyone going mad, yeah, and, like, yeah. Celebrating.
3: Well, you can imagine in a small town like Drum Shamba, where I come from, 700 people. And for I don't even remember this, but seemingly like when we did the reprise of the song, I said this is for drum shambo. And uh, they literally went wild in in, in, in Drumshambo. And the next yeah. morning, I'm in the choir in, in, in Drumshambo, the church choir. Uh, of course, I wasn't there for the Sunday morning. It was Saturday. It was the Eurovision. But on the Sunday morning, they actually sang Rock and Roll Kids at the uh, at choir. The, at the choir. At, at the choir. Well. <laughs> Which was great. Yeah, that you, like, Yeah, yeah. It was that kind of a song, though. Yeah. You know, I've never got fed up singing it. Uh, you know, um, there's a nice story to it. Um, Brendan tells a great story in nearly everything he writes, and you raise me up for example and and the voice yeah. and all those songs and we 're talking about Brendan Graham there, of course and uh, you know you know i 'm glad it wasn 't uh, in your eyes because you really need to have a back end group and the whole all the all the noise to do in your eyes, whereas with this one. Yeah, I can sit down and sing it with a guitar. Paul can sing it yeah. with a piano. The two of us can sing it with just the two of us. Yeah. It's always a great uh, great fun that way.
1: I think that is one of the things that appeal. And I think, definitely, Niamh Kavanagh in your eyes that won it. The, it was 93, was it, that mm. she won it? Yeah. Like, almost every winner we'd had up until that point, we did have some Even even the Johnny Logan winners, for example, yeah. you needed something with them. Yeah, yeah. But because Rock and Roll Kids was so straight back and, and, and raw and amazing at that, you can't... And I've... And it, <laughs> I've been at sessions yeah. where does lads playing guitar and right. somehow rock and roll kids. kids comes in <laughs> yeah. and you're like and that's I suppose that's almost and I'm a Eurovision lover like mm. but <laughs> it's kind of the least Eurovision-y, yeah. Eurovision winner yeah. well, and I that, think that, that, that's that, a great compliment that, in a way like it was kind of deliberate because I, somebody
3: told me that when I was 14 and I lived in Ballyshannon in County Donegal in my teenage years and somebody said that I said you know someday I'm going to win that and you know whether I did or I didn't, I always used to put songs into it, you know, down the years. And, and I always had this this dream of being and being introduced to sing the Eurovision song and Noel Keelaghan with his baton and the full orchestra and the whole business. And then, the year we qualified, the thing to do, we you know, the temptation was to go with the full orchestra and go with all the bells and whistles. But no, I said to Brendan, no, look at, just guitar and piano, don't do anything else and the two voices. Yeah. And, was kind of shooting myself in the foot really because it, the big thing would have been the orchestra and all the, the thing. and Paul was very Paul still wants to do a version with the, with the full orchestra he really? still has it in his head that he wants to do it Have you
0: ever even tested it? Well we have because yeah. we
3: have sung it with, with the RTE orchestra on several occasions since and it works as, with the orchestra as well but the great thing of course is that we were able to go and tour around all over Europe and just walk into a radio station with the guitar and the, and the keyboard and play yeah. that like we didn't have to bring a back and track or anything like yeah. that you know it was just that kind of a song and
0: because we, me and Danny were only in nippers um, but we were, we were seven so mm. it was nine, ten yeah. but uh, that's difficult
3: to, looking at you to imagine now really? You know, yeah you know you, you, you know, nothing is further from the truth yeah. you know just trying to imagine the two of you at seven seven yeah. years of <laughs> <laughs> beard, it's just difficult mm. you know it's a beard uh, you would have to have the beard <laughs> yeah <you
1: know>? <laughs> <laughs> It's really, oddly enough though it is it's um, because 94 is has that weird thing of being some of the the kind of like earliest like like i can remember yeah Mm. i was gonna say i can remember ray houghton banging the goal in against italy Mm. but oddly enough i can remember and i can remember like our old house it was a small sitting room and we had this kind of blue sofa and i can remember sitting in the middle between me man and and them humming along too kids on the night like because they didn't know the words at that point but like, that's one of yeah, the, yeah. The, the earliest memories I have of Eurovision mm-hmm. as well. Like, and well, I remember like,
3: funny, I remember queuing up to get Butch Moore's autograph. I think he was the first, well, he could have been the first time, first entry we ever had in Eurovision, mm. came sixth that year. And the, even he came sixth, he was a huge star. Uh, for and I remember I was, um, um, I would have been only about 14, 15 years of age at the time, and I remember queuing uh, up in a big long queue to get Butch Moore's autograph from my mum because she was a big Butch Moore fan. Butch, sadly, is no longer with us. But his brother, Desmoor, is the guitar player in the orchestra. You might have seen him glasses, his beer. Oh, yeah. But uh, the, the Eurovision then was enormous. You know, I mean, he, he was suddenly like a, an entertainment god at that time. So that was back in 1965. You know, yeah, So well. you can imagine how big it was. The fact that we won it th- three times, that we were the third winner of three in a row, it really wasn't as big, of big a deal. For some reason, you know. It didn't ah, seem, no. three, Honestly, three at the time,
1: the in we've done it ever.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's hard to explain. i ne- you really know to go back to the beginning. You know, yeah. I, I mean, and was there
0: a qualifying process like there is today? Yeah. Well, except this year. Yeah. Well, no, there wasn't qualified in
3: the actual contest itself. There were twenty five finalists. No, That's but
0: for the, for an Irish song. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah.
3: We had. To, uh, uh, well, what what happened? The history of it was, I was very friendly with Brendan Graham for many years since the nineteen seventies. And we used to write the odd song together. And Brendan would, you know, and if he'd written something new, he'd, you know, send me down a cassette. What do you think of this? And uh, he brought me down this uh, rock and roll kids. Now, Brendan plays the piano, a very, you know, mediocre piano player and definitely not a great singer. But he played me this rock and roll kids and he asked me would I do a demo of it, you know, for him. And I did a demo and it was kind of country, you know. You know, I remember '62. Da, 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 you know, and didn't work. You know, and uh, he took it away and he brought it back to me about a year later with this guy with just a piano and a vocal on it, and it was Paul. And I said, "Don't do anything else. That's all it needs. Just put it in like that." You know. But what happened? Wasn't I picked on the jury that year to to to, to judge the songs? You know, there were about four hundred songs came in that year, and I was on the jury. And of course, when the song came in, I had to sort of say with such bad luck because I was. They split us up into three different juries, and on the jury, I have, we got rock and roll kids. You know, we would eliminate certain number, and I said, look, I have to. I have to admit, I know that the writer. We were very strict about it in those days. You know, yeah. there was even a, I a KPMG accountant at the judging you know he was watching what we were doing and taking notes and I had to more or less say well I know Brendan Graham I know that's Brendan Graham and I know that's Paul Harrington singing so I'm going to have to abstain because it would be unfair you know if I didn't and the song didn't qualify Uh, the weirdest thing but as it turned out it was a blessing in disguise because the following year he put it in again I wasn't on the jury that year and it qualified and, uh, at, the, at that time they had, um, a song each week on the Pat Kenny show. Pat Kenny had a TV show on a Saturday oh, night yeah. and they had a song each week. And then the final, uh, the final of the, of the, of all the songs, I forget, there might've been 12 songs or something in there in the final. Um, that was in the, in the, in the hall down in the N I H E down in, um, Limerick, the, uh, the hall down the university, uh, hall in Limerick. And, um, I had been drafted in then. I think Brendan had a motive as I'd look after Paul really because I was 10 years older than he was and he needed he needed managing, you know. <laughs> and I think that was the reason Brendan asked me to go in to take care
0: of him. <laughs> to look after him. Yeah,
3: to look after him. But we went down and of course we were, I, like I had been in the business for a long time. Paul had really been in the business for a long time. And we said, look, all we can do is have fun with this. Just enjoy the the, 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 the crack. And I'll now, and always remember the the, the night we sang on the Pat Kenny the the minute chamber choir where were, we were doing our rehearsal and the minute chamber choir which would be a really highfalutin musical bunch of people and at our rehearsal when we finished the song they all stood up and applauded And i kind of said there well, must be something it must be something in this you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because we really we met on the saturday afternoon we sat down and we re- rehearsed for an hour we'd never met before that you know we i knew who he was and stuff like that and that was the one rehearsal we had, and we never ever played it the same way twice again. You know, it was always whatever it felt like on the day.
0: But it has a great story, though, doesn't it? I think. That's well, Brendan, it. yeah,
3: Brendan always tells the story that he went to a Fats Domino concert in the Nas- in the in the um, National Stadium, and everybody arrived in for the concert, and Fats Domino would have been from the fifties and sixties. He was yeah. a rock and roll singer, Blueberry Hill, I think. Blueberry sorry. Hill, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and. All the people. Putin this great case does a bit of, of an encyclopedia isn't he yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going ha- to have to get all my facts right here because you've got <laughs> to contradict me what
1: did me. you say there Phil <laughs> no Vladimir Putin does a great version of Blueberry Hill <laughs> I th- no more <laughs> than
3: imagining you You guys at seven I can't yeah. imagine Pl- Putin singing anything no, <laughs> Putin
1: as they call him <laughs> yeah exactly yeah um, or in Irish that's mm, Vladimir Putin <laughs> 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 no he ge- he genuinely does uh, he in Russia they have these big variety shows yes. and um, on one of them about I think it's about six, seven years ago um, being you know the, the main man himself yeah, or whatever yeah. or whatever you think from but yeah um, he decided he was going to get up and sing a number and he done Blueberry Hill fair play to him so, play it's on, on YouTube and all that he, he
3: has become a much bigger person in my mind now than he, than he was <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that we met a, sorry for <laughs> interrupting now where were we um, oh yeah Well, Brendan went to this um concert anyway and all the guys were his own age they were people in their 50s you know and and, uh, who remembered maybe growing up with with um with Fats Domino, and they all came in directly from work, and, and they were in their pinstripe suits and their shirts and ties and their briefcases, so what they had with them. But by the end of the night, they were all out dancing in the aisles, and everybody and Brendan talked was like they're like rock and roll kids. <laughs> and Daddy. that's, and he went home and, and wrote the song, and that's how songs happen, Brilliant. you well. know, and uh, so that was the history of the song, so there's a story to it. And it more or less, it, I, I always uh, consider it has a serious theme, because it's about lost youth and lost exuberance and lost enthusiasm you know we, back then we were the rock and roll kids I wish we could have, have those rock and roll days again yeah. you know, yeah. that, that, you know uh, so it, it has a sort of a and you think people don't notice lyrics but they somewhere in their subconscious they get it mm. you know um, they just get the, the, what, the, what it's all about and, and the, my big thing about it it's such a simple song and yeah. it's quite I, I write a lot of songs and the m- most difficult thing to achieve is simplicity you know, and, uh, you know, it's, it's something I'm always striving for. And you always get something. The, oh, God, it couldn't be that yeah. simple. You yeah. know, people would laugh if it was that simple, you know. It's, but it's the hardest thing
0: to get. So you've been, you were on the judging panel. B- the, the year before. The year before. The so year be- what's that? Like, what do you look out well, for? Well, it, it's
3: great because you you really, you have to use your instincts, I must also point out that I was on the judging panel of the year um, uh, Dustin got through. Really? <laughs> <it> was. <laughs> Which is a good while later, but that's another story. But when you sit down, some, the, the process is, say there's 400 entries, and in our case they divided them up between three different uh, groups of jurors, four people on each, and then we would pick out the best ones out of the number that we got. They, and each one, and then you would end up at maybe 21, 22 songs, and then they go on to the next process, which is, you know, they, they pick the final eight whatever, or whatever number it is, uh, the, the people in RT out of that. You they, they have this, another jury that picks the final eight. Um, but it's, it's, it's that particular year um, uh, of the dust and dust and the turkey, uh, we'd been doing so bad in, in it, and they were picking such dreadful winners you know, that year, you know, those years, around that time, the winners of the, this was now after Rockwell Kids, obviously, yes. but the, the, the quality was so bad and, then the quality of songs that we received that that year from the Irish writers was awful bad, as well. Really? really bad. There was nothing there that would sort of light the light the fire. Light the fire. So we said, "Well, look at as a protest uh, uh, to the Euro the Eurovision thing." and they were so banal. A lot of the songs that were winning at that time, we said, "Hell, we we'll put in this just for the for the fun of it," because literally the, the, the quality was so bad here. Dustin was sent for the crack. Dustin was sent really for the crack. That's
1: mad. You know, that's absolutely mad because. That was something that um, Brian O'Reilly, who we'll hear from later on, when we were talking about it, the two of us just are we almost baffled by it. To be honest, the whole Dustin thing, like, like I, like the Irish people will get it, but it's just one of them things. I, could, I never no. thought Europe would ever. Yeah, it's the the of, Europeans.
3: You know, in particularly Germany, um, Sweden. I remember hmm. Paul and myself were on a radio program or a television program in in uh, Germany, and uh, I don't know where it was, but you know, one of the came up, and we used to be always pulling, pulling people's legs, you know, particularly <laughs> the Germans, because they're very serious. And the, the Germans said in broken English, how is it that Ireland, they've won it three times in a row? How is this? You know, how, do, how can this happen? And we said, well, you know, we just know how to do it. And as a matter of fact, we're, we're going to be giving seminars over here now in Germany when uh, to, show, to show people how you win the Eurovision. This, oh, could you give us the date, please, of these seminars? And, and how do people apply? You know? <laughs> <laughs> he just didn't get it, you know. Oh my god! <laughs> so the, you know, they they you know we're we're unique, you know. Yeah. You'll never get above yourself in this country, no, you know. So, 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 and I think, uh, um, you know, we we're all we're all about the slag, yeah. You know, and they don't get it a lot of the time. Did
0: Dustin know we was sent for the crack? Uh,
3: of course he did. Yeah. Well, what, you see, what happened was there were we we put through the we got the whatever was the final eight that year. And Dustin is such a huge fan base of youngsters uh, that it was on the audience vote or whatever the text messages or whatever it was they were doing it, and it was his. We kind of knew that he'd Lance walk Lloyd. it. He'd walk it because it was he was a huge um, star, if you like. Although yeah. nobody, nobody'd ever seen him, but he was yeah. he was a huge star, and it, we figured it'd get through all right. Um, but just shows you. Uh, the quality of the songs. He was up there with everybody else, and there was a public vote. So, do we, do we trust the public anymore? Do you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know I get worried. I get worried about that. Yeah, you know, yeah. when you
0: let them vote.
3: Yeah. Public you know, as as um, as a certain individual who I won't name, but it's, uh, once another year comes to mind, um, <laughs> uh, he said, "When you leave it to the great unwashed, you know that's the problem." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, you know, uh, two-time winner. Yeah. Yeah. Um. No, not him. Oh, the writer. Um. <laughs> oh, the writer. Ah. No, you know who I'm talking about. No. <laughs> um.
1: But yeah, so if, if we jump back to '94, then was yes, it, um, I being the intrepid research that I do for this podcast, um, this sounds dangerous. Yeah, I was watching back, and uh, being the Eurovision nerd that I am, I strictly just watched the the voting stage. Mm. Uh, the first three three countries that voted, all gave Hungary twelve points. So yeah, c- can you remember at the time what the voting when like the points were coming through and. You know, hungry dudes and all this kind of.
3: I don't, um, but I do remember with about maybe three people to go, Mm. or maybe three votes, countries to vote. People get get ready. You've won it, you know. We've won it, and I was sitting there. and The guitar was maybe ten feet away, leaning up against the wall. Yeah, and the winner always has to get out and do the reprise. So people, come on, you better get ready. You're gonna. And I said, I can just see me get lifting the guitar and. A la- by one vote it's such and such a one yeah. <laughs> so I, I wouldn't move until I heard, <laughs> until the, you heard the, it. the final vote <laughs> until it's the same it as myself, but another thing that people you might you probably don't remember maybe you do it was also the year of Riverdance yeah and it, it, that was a very significant thing because I remember um, at the interval um I I went down wandering around underneath. It was kind of seating in the point, that, but you could walk around underneath. It was kind of tiered seating, yeah. but it was just, and I was wandering around about in there, and I I nearly missed it, you know, because I was I was on my own. Just you know the way you were stuck in this big room with twenty five delegations and all this big carry on, but just by I just as I walked in the door, it had started. Riverlands had started and usually at any of these uh, things people are so self obsessed that they're they're kind of oh, I wonder how we're going to do and everybody you know everybody 25 delegations maybe with 15 people in each delegation room full of people and every a complete silence descended on the place and people there was just it was just crazy people, the hair stood in the back of people's heads when they saw this spectacle that was river dance you know and they all applauded there was a huge and this yeah. was the interval act do you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And, and and it had been kept under wraps for the whole week because you're up in in rehearsals and stuff like that for the whole week when you're doing this. And Riverdance had been kept under Nobody had seen the rehearsals, you know, except the crew and the director and stuff like that. And people in everybody was cleared out of the room when, when the interval act was rehearsing. Nobody <laughs> knew what it was.
0: And it's that like because they knew it was going to be... They, well, did you it, know? Did you think? No, we hadn't seen it. No, but after you watched it, did you think, "Wow, well, this is going to be huge? No,
3: but, but I did think it was a massive piece of interv- inter- interval. But you've got to remember that I think about 10 years previous to that, uh, there was a piece called The Seville Suite with, with, uh, that Bill Whelan had written <coughs> for something very similar to, to um, Riverdance, and there wasn't a word. It was in Spain, I think they were, that year. Mm. Uh, but And then people forget that it wasn't until 12 months later that the actual show, Riverdance, came out, because they literally that's all they had. Mm. Th- then suddenly B- Bill Whelan <laughs> had, to write, had to write a show and yeah. get back in and finance, and there was many, many millions put into it because that's what it takes to make it a world-class show. Mm. So, so people often say, oh, you were the year Riverdance, but Riverdance really didn't happen until a year later when the show started and people saw the spectacle that it was. You know, all I remember is um, Michael Flatley and Gene Butler, um, you know, the nicest people. They were so modest and unassuming and, uh, you know, of course they didn't know the yeah. phenomenon they created, either you know, it w- but it was you know Irish dancing before that was was uh, girls with hair, hair extensions and and uh, little um, Celtic costumes and yeah. stuff like that. Suddenly, this was a very sexy thing. It was a very you know very cleverly cool, put together. Like, yeah, yeah, oh, well, cool yeah. it was fantastic. But the, yeah. the
0: reaction after, like any time you, you you go to watch it and the original kind of performance. The reaction is just crazy afterwards. Mm. It's just a yeah. almighty standing ovation.
3: Well, the funny thing, um, I, 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 we would always mention it when we were abroad, and really nobody remembered it that much abroad. Uh, from that, from the, that, you yeah, know, yeah. We, after we won, we yeah, went yeah. around all over the place, and we'd always mention Riverdale, but. but it's like as if everybody would out and a cup of tea, or, or uh, you know, they would, June, yeah, whatever. The yeah, 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 they, yeah. Didn't actually, they didn't actually see it, yeah. but we saw it. I never, I never forget the the reaction in the point. Like it was people, people were just jumping up, and even in the in the green room, where you, you had all these foreign people there, they they were gobsmacked. They just yeah. couldn't believe this 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 massive thing, what it was. It was, and yeah. it had. I mean, we we were in at the start of something really, really big. It was great to be there that night. It
0: was a good, yeah. it was a good night for yourselves and Riverlands, and then yeah. that year, with yeah. the World Cup. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. great for yeah. like. Although the funny Joe public, like
3: the funny thing, and I'm going to be honest here, uh, our public appearances here were nothing, mainly because of the World Cup. All the people who would normally have money to go to concerts and stuff had spent all their money on 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 the World Cup and traveling, yeah. and even sound engineers, people who were putting on shows and stuff, lighting technicians, all their business went down the tubes because there was nobody going to shows. Nobody had any money left after going to the World Cup, you know. The, the, and you know, it didn't happen. Didn't we didn't suffer in abroad and yeah. in England, and other places it was fine, but but here. The shows I remember uh, took a few weeks after we we think we played to fourteen people in this huge big venue, you know it holds thousands. You know you 14 there fourteen people Yeah. Oh my God. So you know uh, that particular year. So you know I hope that's not uh, taking the, the glamour out of oh, it. For no, you. no, no, <laughs> no. We also we had good shows as well, yeah. but but, uh, but that that wasn't that far after that long
0: after That's mad, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Right. yeah. But that's you know it's, it's, it just shows you um, there's so much money to go around. You know, and if people are going to go to the World Cup... I mean, people are getting borrowing money from the Credit Union yeah. and from all kinds yeah. of places to go to the World Cup. So they had no money. So other show... Other yeah. entertainment events suffered because yeah. of
0: that. And she went the the Pope's on strike during the World Cup as well. That's right,
1: yeah. At yeah, yeah. one point... Yeah, yeah.
0: So, they? so hotels like here were yeah, putting th- on big functions for the matches yeah yeah the the pub the The hotel yeah the pub scene yeah yeah i don't remember that now but i'll
3: I'll I'll bow to your your better knowledge on that one yeah of course we weren't here that much that we weren't here at all hardly that year
0: so you wouldn't have been here for the the summer of the world yeah we were here
3: but we were abroad most of the time we were like we we spent at least six months traveling you know three four days a week over in europe doing television shows. And
0: what was that experience like?
3: Uh, it was great, and I always felt very lucky to have Paul because, you know, an awful lot of the places we played, like we played in, in Slovenia and all these places where literally people would have had no English. And at least we had each other to talk to. You know, we'd, we, you know we, could, we could talk, but if poor old Johnny went, went over there at the time, you know, he would have had nobody. You know, you you know nobody to talk to because you at these post-TV shows or post-concerts, parties and stuff like that, you know, where everybody's, you know, milling around. and You can imagine standing there, like, with a curry in your hand and a glass of wine, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and nobody to talk. But Paul and myself used to talk in Irish a lot of the time. Okay. Uh, if, we, if we wanted to say something that we didn't uh, want everybody else to understand, we'd, we'd speak Os you know. And I remember one particular time we, we were... Um, we were in Amsterdam, and uh, we got into a taxi. And the the taxi driver, uh, no offence to her or anything, but she was nearest thing to Rosa Klebb, who was a, a Bond villain. Uh, uh, she was a, a big, broad woman, you know, <laughs> and... and, and uh, and we were in the back seat, and uh, I would say "Look, when Colin Chakasule was a club, and uh, which means isn't she but like, like Rosa Club." And oh, she cannot, there, you know. I just uh, look at look at fake on size, or you know. And, you know and <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. So the the the, the 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 taxi pulled up. And we got out, and she said um, "That will be eight guilders." And I am not like that woman. <laughs> so she either knew Irish, or she just had had it heard it said before. I, I'd say
1: she definitely heard it said before. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, you can never be too careful, can kind you? Of, no, That's that, it. Right. Oh, yeah.
3: You, know, you never know where you're talking. You so, know, the, the I'll tell you. Give an example yeah. of that. We were um, um, we were playing in in um, Frankfurt, and it was the 750th anniversary of the city. And we were playing in a in, right in the centre of the city. There was a hundred thousand people there. You know, this massive crowd. Wow. Well. You know. And we got out. There was a whole lot of other acts on, but we were um, got on it for maybe because we won or whatever it was. And we got up to sing Rock and Roll Kids, and this voice comes out again: "Back to Leeds from (laughs) your (laughs) bollocks." No way. (laughs) <laughs> and somebody down and I couldn't see, you know, but this voice comes back. <laughs> that
0: was hilarious. You know, but
3: that, that you know, those kind of things happen. You never know where you're where you are. Yeah. That, I was gonna
1: yeah. say that, that I expect what you're saying. You wouldn't be long getting ahead of yourself in New Ireland at all. No, time, no oh go, god no. No. no, and I remember <laughs> even,
3: in the world the I, I remember even uh, the week after, I think it was a Wednesday or Thursday, we were down in the in the Beach which is a a pub where Paul his local pub and there was going kind to of be a party for us and stuff like that, and uh, like everybody was getting jarred. And then we just felt like, Oh, Jesus, Charlie, I have to say, just looking at you there that night at that point, about rock and roll. Because you know what I want to say to you is, is we're bleeding brutal, <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, that takes away. Oh, we are you know. gonna <laughs> set me up? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so
1: like the kind of the touring aspect of it, then like because I suppose that's. As you said, it's not overly huge here in Ireland, and yeah. that year in particular, seems to so suffered like, yeah. So, is that kind of what? What is it like after you've won it? And there's obviously the fanfare on the well. Night,
3: like, the well, night. I can only take you for the first two or three days. I remember uh, the following Monday, we were invited up to the t- Albert Reynolds was the t, t- at the time, mm-hmm. and we were invited up to Albert Reynolds's um, uh, office, you know, for a, for a breakfast breakfast and you know champagne and stuff like that all very posh i remember i said to paul will we, will we dress up uh, and i said yeah, it's not that we're rock and roll kids now you know <laughs> you can wear what you like you know but anyway we, we, in the middle of the of the thing brendan graham was with us as well brendan got a phone call to say would we come to appear on a television show in brussels that that evening at seven o'clock this was at about 12 you know I said, so "We nothing, nothing. We, we, you know, with no how clothes." I haven't. Had, I just had the guitar. Luckily enough, but but uh, how do I get to Brussels? And Albert heard about it, and the next thing, <laughs> uh, we were in Albert's official car, like with sirens and motorbikes, and uh, heading out to the airport. I had no passport. We were brought into the VIP, put on the plane, these buys, and off we went. And I remember we. We literally had, in the clothes we stood in, you know, and I remember um, um, Paul's, I had something like 10 euros and Paul had five euros. <laughs> Paul's big priority, he used to smoke cheroots at the time. <laughs> a packet of cheroots was his priority, took care of everything. But the next day, uh, we got a call, we had to do the Gloria Honeyford show on the BBC in London. Uh, literally the next day, so we had to get on a, get a plane from there. We're still in Brussels at this point? Yeah, we're still in Brussels. Uh, we had to get a plane, with no passports. We had to get a plane from Brussels to London, uh, and we arrived in in, in London. But we realised, you know, when we got to London, we, had, we we hadn't changed our underwear and stuff. Like that. We bought we bought socks and underpants in in Marks and Spencer. <laughs> oh, very and glamorous! Very glamorous. <laughs> Just won the Eurovision. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got into the into the BBC and uh, put the old stuff into a plastic into one of the Marks and Spencer's bag and uh, changed into the new stuff and went down and did the Floriani for a show. <laughs> We forgot the, the old bag in the studio, <laughs> left behind <laughs> it. <him. laughs> and we often wondered what, what happened, you know. It's yeah. so only for going, oh, <laughs> two pairs of dirty underpants and two pairs of socks. Well, howdy now. You know, We're probably on eBay. Yeah, 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 you know. But uh, um, <laughs> so I remember then we came back from there. That was that was, that was the Tuesday we did that. And then the Wednesday we had a reception down in the, somewhere in the Temple Bar at the time. And you know, it was just non stop. It literally was like that for six months, you know, uh, and Brendan had a his daughter, he lived out here actually, out this way, and uh, he, he had his daughter, he put her in an office at the back of the house, and she spent the whole time just looking after, you know, expenses and things, you know, all that kind of stuff. And we had a ball, like, it was just, you know. Well, you not
0: ask for your passport at all?
3: No, and I don't, I don't know how, to. I still don't know how we got back, you know, <laughs> you what know, we, we did. We we had been given some kind of temporary papers to cover us, to get us back to... But when we got to London, I remember that was a problem, you know. And then, of course, uh, we got the taxi in... And the taxi was fifty pounds, I think, the fifty sterling from yeah. Heathrow into into Pop and <laughs> We didn't have any money, so we had to get the BBC to pay the taxi man. And we said, "We'll we'll send you back the money whenever we get home." You know that kind of way. It was, it was just madness, you know. Yeah. We were totally ill prepared for it. Yeah, you know, we didn't uh, we didn't imagine we were going to win this. You know, there was I
0: mean, there was no expectation. That well, having well, won it two years in a previous, yeah, time. you
3: think, and it was a totally shot in the dark. It was like totally non-Eurovision, we never thought, yeah. it, you know, this could have... So we were totally ill-prepared and not ready.
0: Did the organisers want, want it to be won? Well, it, it, of
3: course they did, yeah. you know. I mean, in those days, you see, it wasn't as expensive to, 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 to run Eurovision. You know, we had the Point Depot and we had, you know... It was more expensive when Neve won it because they literally had to build the thing down in Mill Street. Somebody had committed to, to, to Noe C. Duggan that he would have it in Mill Street, which is a totally... Uh, out of the way of everything <laughs> and yeah. roads had to be built in and telephone lines put in and the devil and all whereas we we now had the point depot so you know the next year if we did win which we did and, uh, and they had the next year and they had it in the point so that was that was that
0: that was hilarious it's yeah, yeah. yeah it's
3: brilliant yeah. but you know we met some, some some great people you know and Brendan Brendan kept all all his contacts Brendan you know and I can't think of the fella's name but the fella that wrote the melody for You Raise Me Up he came back many, many years later to Brendan and asked him to write the words for that song. Oh, right. You know, and, Brent, and, and Brendan had met him. I remember meeting him, you know, but I can't just remember. He's in, he'll probably be able to find his name somewhere if you yeah. if you look it up. Mm. But uh, um, they met in a, in a in a bar, I remember, in Norway. And many years later, he came back to ask Brendan to write the words for that. And even then, Brendan was reluctant because he didn't have time. He was busy and he didn't know whether he would or he wouldn't. And uh, he went home and he did a rough thing. And yeah, that works and that was you raised me up and it's been recorded over 2,000 times at the oh, yeah. you know yeah.
1: so, so. and one of them is uh, made famous by uh, Westlife Westlife man. yeah, yeah. Mickey yeah. Bourne representing us this year yeah, yeah. That's, right. You know, so next, that's right next week <laughs> yeah that's it yeah. Eh? Um, it's mad like that that whole it's, it's a whirlwind kind of thing but have you ever forgiven the Greeks they're the only ones that didn't give you any points. Did like they? No? You, I didn't even know that. Yeah, there you go. No. Yeah, everybody, every other uh, country gave points to Ireland except for the feckin' Greeks. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you
3: see, you, you, I like it was kind of surreal because we had literally no um, imagine. We had no concept that we and we uh, mind you at all the press conferences. You know, we'd sit down and the usual slag would go on. And, oh yeah, I'm well, sorry, but we're going to win this. You know, and we'd be at this. You know, yeah. and I go, how can you be so arrogant? You know that you think you're going to win it. You know, we don't. <laughs> bang it. But you know, the, the big bank of reporters being on you, know, and you'd be saying, "I oh, yeah, We definitely, we definitely going to win this. We didn't. We win it the last two years, and we're about to win it again." Yeah. You know, and there was not a lot of grief over it. You know, really, uh, yeah, because <laughs> we didn't care one bit. Yeah, it they,
1: they, they don't know how to have a crack at all. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Funny,
3: I, I remember uh, Aircom mobile phones were just coming in at the time. Mm and aircom gave us a mobile phone each the mobile phones were a big yeah. big thing like a briquette like a turf briquette big huge thing. <laughs> and um, um with a big
0: aerial yeah but a thing you pulled out yeah. and,
3: and yeah. spoke into and all that kind of stuff and, and we had it and i remember i moved back when i'm back home, home to Drumshambo, the only place it would work was in a small village called drumsna uh, which is a tiny little place, but I used to arrive there at two o'clock every day to make me phone calls. <laughs> call. People would be wondering, what the hell is he doing? Why is he sitting in the car in the middle of the village, you know? But, and I remember then we had free calls as well for the full year, and I remember we were in the Tyrone Guthrie Centre we went over Tyrone Guthrie Centre was in a place called Inanna in McCuddy it's a re- place where people go to paint or to write books or you know it's a very arty farty kind of a place and uh, we went over there to to, to to write an album to put stuff together for an album and, uh, of course, couldn't get Harrington out of the bed till 2 o'clock in the day. And then it will be time to go for coffee. And then it would be time to go for a drink. We, <laughs> we did nothing. But, <laughs> but, but people found out, people who were there, maybe there would be 20 or 30 different people all over the world who would be in different rooms in this old medieval sort of, not medieval, but an old... Uh, old sort of aristocracy type house mm. that had been given by Tyrone Guthrie for this purpose, and uh, there'd be people f- there was people from all over the world there, you know. But they discovered that we had this mobile phone, so so there'd be a queue at our at, at our door every night that they could ring their husbands or their wives and for free. and <laughs> no <unless> yeah, <way>. <laughs> Australia and South Africa and everywhere, you know. But uh, that was the kind of stuff that went on. You That's know, hilarious. I remember going down to see the World Cup in, in a in the nearest town to Anna McCarrick, you know, that ruined everything. We never wrote a thing. <laughs> <laughs> the thing wrote. That ruined everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyway that Trying was Trying to uh, write
0: an album during the World Cup. Yeah, well, you know,
3: um even getting time to make an album uh was difficult. Um you know, but but for something you did. We, you did and, and then pa- Paul had met all these people it was about September and uh, I think we'd won in April late April early May or whenever it was, whenever it was. and all the time we were in uh, uh, in foreign countries Paul would say you know you must sing on our album now and the next thing we went to make the album and the next thing these I remember two women from Norway came in to do back and and who are these people <laughs> I met them. I told them to come over and make the album. <laughs> you know? All kinds of people came follow It cost us a fortune. <laughs> you know, they pay for all these people's expenses because she didn't think about money because the money was flowing in. It was like wheelbarrows worth some money coming in, really. You know, and, and, and uh, that's just
0: the record label, like, well, yeah, that you know. and,
3: and, and you know, public appearances and you know, we're getting well paid for concerts over in Europe and stuff like that. So there was a lot of money coming in. Yeah. But uh, we would spent sixty grand, I remember, on that album, and I'd say it really should have only cost about maybe. 20 grand at the most the rest of us Paul's friends coming <laughs> from foreign countries and, you know <laughs> it, was just, it was just you know we were t- like two children you know I was 44 for God's sake I should have known better you know yeah. <laughs> you know but anyway as,
0: yeah. as the years went by with um so we won the three in a row yeah and then years gone by and then we we weren't winning we weren't yeah. placing and we, we came we, close yeah
3: uh, Mark Roberts came second you yeah. know with um, Mysterious Woman at yeah. the time yeah and uh, you know I remember being there that night and I remember about three months later after, after Mark came second I I'm putting this jacket the same jacket obviously the same jacket I wore on the night, and I found this £5 note. I thought, where in the hell did that come out of and I remembered Tommy Swarbrick who was um, who was also had represented Ireland in the Eurovision many years ago with the, with the, t- with the they were called the Swarbricks plus two and uh, he bet that mysterious woman won't get in the top ten you know and he put the favourite in my pocket and that was the, yeah, <laughs> really, the fire, really. you know. Actually, you know, it was yeah. it was. Do fun. you
0: still keep like as the like? Do you still keep a keen interest in it? Uh, Ye- are you still involved? And
3: in yeah, well, yeah, I've been on like, the year before last. I was on the the Irish jury. You know, for for winning for the Eurovision and stuff like that, and you know, you're all like this time of the year now. People like ourselves, we're like a pair of old fossils, we get yeah. we get dragged out to see what we look like and dusted off. <laughs> oh, that's the, I don't understand Here's the boys, you know, <laughs> and uh, like it, it's great fun, you know. And it's but, but as I say, the fact that people remember it because I can't. Can you remember Sweden's song last year? No.
0: Yeah, I well, do. Yeah, he would. I can only remember Ireland's winners. Yeah, I'm, I'm mm. at that like a, like. Rock and Roll Kids would still be my favourite. Yeah, and yeah. The Voice. Yeah. Well, we did
3: it. We did um, we did a, a tour last two, three years ago with well, all the Irish winners.
1: I was in the board. Yeah, we did the board gosh, and we right did a whole
3: too. bunch all over the country, uh, and uh, it was wonderful. It was a great show. Good uh, response from the public and all. Yeah, and 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 the, you know, and I've known Johnny for a long time. You know, I, I mean, I knew Johnny. Uh, when he entered the Cavan Song contest one year, which was way back in the nineteen like 80, around that time, and I got to know johnny dan and, and Johnny is probably his own worst enemy he's one of the nicest people you're ever likely to meet. I mean if you were to called him to do this and I could you know he would look he would jump at it
0: he's a Bowes fan though I I'm sure McGraw. I'm
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's right, but Johnny. What I discovered about Johnny is that Johnny lives the lives the the whole rock and roll lifestyle. You know, he is a rock and str- he, he he's fifty seven. He comes in with the leather trousers and the whole gear and the. The whole business. I remember when The questionable
0: g- rings as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
3: oh, but even in the dressing room, you know, the tan, he's always beautiful. The tan goes right down to his toes. <laughs> you know, he's tanned everywhere, like, you know, and so he's, in ca- you know, in case ever he might get caught in a hospital or something, he has to still be the rock and roll. He has to yeah. be Johnny Logan, yeah. you know. But he's the <clears throat> nicest and, and friendliest, most generous person you ever met. And another person um, who would, I wouldn't sort of agree with her religious politics or whatever it was Dana. And Dana hadn't performed, really, for many, many years, but on that particular show, she
0: was just amazing. So who was mm. on that tour?
3: There was Dana, there was Neve, uh, Johnny, ourselves, um, let me just think, who else? Um, Linda Martin. I remember Linda, Mar- Linda Martin um, had a big, it what, what was like the TARDIS, this thing, a, a, just a big a box, you know, literally, about the size of the TARDIS. And I was at the same, we all went, what in the hell is this? It was like a magician's box <laughs> yeah, you saw the woman yeah. in half or whatever. <laughs> and we couldn't figure out, what in the hell is this? And I watched the show, watched her rehearse, and I noticed she, in one number she had three different dresses. And what she would do, she'd whip into this box and all the, the dresses were Velcro. She whipped off the thing, whipped on the other one, and would come out the other side of the stage in a blue dress and do the whole thing. Really, the ultimate showwoman. you know. Yeah. For and, one uh, song. For one song. Yeah, you ultimate. know, she had a wardrobe, like, you know, of, of stuff that she'd bring around. But, it, it, I mean, that, that really just shows the professionalism of the woman. You know, she really, yeah. you know, put her heart and soul into everything. And, you know, I remember doing shows with Twink, for example, and there would be quick changes. I mean, she would, she would have many, many changes in her show. You know, so a lot of these people, you know, they, they're old show business types. You know, the show must go on and the show must be different and the show must be spectacular, you know, which you have to admire those kind of people mm-hmm. for that, you know. Yeah. so But that particular tour was great. I got to know Johnny really well. I got to know everybody really well. And we, I mean, for example, uh, Neve's voice uh, went after three nights. She was singing too hard. And Johnny uh, uh, stood in the wings and, and sang with her, sang her songs with her. You know, be, you know, he and uh, to help her along, you know, because she was you know, was croaking a bit and here and yeah. there, you know, that kind of way.
0: Emer Quinn wasn't on that. No,
3: Emer didn't go. I don't know why. She was having a baby. I think uh, very soon, either had it or was coming up to it, um, and she didn't come. You know, we don't see Emmer that much, mm. you know. But you'd see all the rest, yeah. you know, at, at many, many things.
0: Is she kind of washed her hands of it. Or? Not, no,
3: oh no, uh, she still sings her the voice and stuff like that. But, but she wouldn't be as active as we are in the yeah. business. You know, we're yeah. we're constantly performing and recording and doing bits and pieces. So, you yeah. know, yeah. she doesn't she doesn't uh, do that that an awful lot of it. Which, you know, but she's a great girl too. Yeah,
1: yeah. I suppose yeah. like the thing with Eurovision as well is a lot of people probably. They wouldn't understand it or, or get kind of the whole thing of what happens next. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, because not everybody's going to be Abbott. Not everybody's going to be Celine Dion. You know yeah. What I mean? So, do do people tend? Obviously, you stay involved in music, but do people kind of tend to fall off then? And well, they get old. You know. Mm. Although, um what's her name? Muriel Muriel
3: Quinn. I think okay. is her name. She she was a, a um, she was a Eurovision entrant, and she's still singing. Yeah, you know she still, you know uh, Mur- Muriel Muriel Day was her name. I beg- yeah, The Wages of Love was the name for her song. You can check her out there. You're in the encyclopedia <laughs> over there. You can you can um, check. She still she still, still sings. Going in. You know, and she being well into her seventies at this stage. Wow, wow. But she still yeah. still sings. You know, so it's, and, and, and she is. keeps in touch with me. She can, kind of she's on my Facebook page and stuff like that. You know, so she's you know she's still working o- off. The fact that she was represented in Ireland in the Eurovision, you know,
0: isn't Johnny huge in like Germany well, or somewhere? Yeah.
3: That's the funny thing, you know. I often remember saying to Johnny, "Are you, are you disappointed?" Because it really didn't take off for Johnny here either, yeah. you know. And he said, you know, his his, he was very honest. He said, "I am working five six days a week in in Germany, in Holland, in Denmark, and." In Norway, Sweden, right down as far as Greece and Turkey and all those kind of places. He said, that, for example, there are uh, or, uh, 80 million people in Germany and there are 4 million people in Ireland. Yeah. So you can imagine... Uh, it's a much b- bigger market. I can make a lot more money being successful in abroad than than here. Yeah, you know, and right enough, you know, there's only so much money to go around. I mean, wasn't s- he a
0: judge for the like the German X Factor or something like that? He could have been. You yeah, know, I you think know, I, 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 would, I
3: wouldn't follow him. You know, but, yeah. you know, <laughs> we'd meet him. We'd meet, and yeah. the first thing Johnny will always do uh, when he meets you is he on uh, iPhones are the curse of mankind. he will have his latest recording on the iPhone. You know, I, mean. I remember uh, we were playing in Newcastle there. Couple of years ago, and Johnny was on the bill, and uh, I decided I, would, I like when I go somewhere. I like to go walk around, see the town, see what it's like, and, and I was sort of just getting, I had to get up early deliberately, have the breakfast, and Johnny plunks himself down beside me, "When oh, do you hear this new song I've written?" here, You know, four hours later, I'm still there. <laughs> <laughs> <I> We're <was> talking, <laughs> and the, the conversation is going on. You know, because he's great fun. You know, he's a great fun guy. Yeah. But anyway, that's Johnny. Um, yeah, we keep in touch with him, and Paul. You know four or five times a year we'll get together for a concert or you know some kind of a we had a, a 21st uh, uh, anniversary concert in uh, the sugar club last year we had a great night loads of guests and people you know and, and it's just we can just sit down and play you yeah, know no pressure coming. no pressure yeah because yeah, we're a long time at it and we'd we'd know each other's material and stuff like that so it's Did always you get nervous at all uh, you'll always get nervous but I would be more nervous in a place, for example, you know, sometimes you get invited, you know, to sing at somebody's wedding or, or you know, to, to, to make a personal appearance at somebody's birthday party or something. Be a lot more nervous there because, you know, you're usually on when everybody's drunk and everybody's fond about the place and they only want to hear rock and roll kids. They don't want to hear anything else, you know. they're mm. You know, you maybe you're booked to do 45 minutes of some of these mad dudes, you know, and you're you just have to struggle through it, you know, and get through it. You want to play like. rock and roll kids 10 yeah? You vibes. can, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's funny. I remember, Let's have it on loop. I remember singing Give It a Last Jack, um, um, that um, World Cup song, yeah. Um, I remember singing that. At least twenty times one night, it was being asked for so much. I think it was the it was the night that, that we were knocked out of the, of yeah. the thing. We were down to celebrate. <laughs> streets
0: full of people going You we have to be knocked out, you know, <laughs> Which is gas. Is that offensive at all? Which, when, like say, if you're booked for somewhere and they just keep asking, would you just play the rock and roll kids?
3: Yeah, no. What I do is I, I'm older and wiser now. You know, I, 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 I just don't do them. But then you know you 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 know I'm sort of semi-retired now you know and that I, I'm 65 years old. I can you know pick or, you know take it or leave it. So I only yeah. take ones that I know are going to be suitable. Yeah, yeah. Like we'll do the national concert hall. We'll do the gate here, the Olympia Places, like that where people are there to sit down and listen. You know, and we do that quite a lot. You know, which which is great. I don't need to be doing mad things you yeah. know anymore <laughs> but yeah. but at the time i still had kids in college and stuff like that so you know you make hay when the sun shines and you yeah, know, that's, I mean, that's yeah. what it's all about you know
1: and um, obviously with regard to the overall competition obviously you've been involved in with the selection panel over the years mm. and that mm. when it comes to the actual song contest then have you do you, do you still sit down and watch it The kind of we do did it? last year um, and I was still would have favourites. Usually come last, uh,
3: <laughs> but but uh, no. Um, for instance, Nicky Byrne this year. Um, just yesterday, I heard I heard the song. I think a snippet of the song. The first, when it was announced, I think mm. they played it on one of the radio early morning radio programs. And um Mick Lynch, a friend of mine, has a book out uh, of all the Irish. Just just released uh, last week, and, and it's called What's Another Year, and it's all the different Irish and it's a story of Eurovision from day one. Ireland's involvement and all the different we all contributed to it and stuff like that but I, I, I was on Facebook yesterday and we were messaging each other Mick and myself you because know, he's coming down to do my radio programme and uh, he said um, what do you think of Nicky's and I said I haven't heard it and, he thought, and I, I immediately went over on YouTube and had to listen to it and I like it because I think it's a song with a very simple message live in the now. Do what you yeah. want to do now, you know, you know, enjoy what you can rather than putting off and using life as a rehearsal for something else. You know, I think the words are very good. I think the production is good, you know. Uh, but what worried me was when I looked at the, at the, at the YouTube, there were 110,000 hits on his song. And then uh, Mick said my favorite or my thing that the, the favorite generally is the Russian one. Yeah, so when went into the Russian one it's all huge production and all kinds of things but it had 8 million hits oh my yeah. God. do you know what I'm saying so um, but I'd imagine with the Westlife connection it's all about that now it's all about how many um, people you can tweet you know and they'd have a big um, fan base you know hopefully he can you know get all his fan base to vote for him and stuff like in other countries and stuff like that you'd hope yeah. that and you know i i i like the song better than the than the um than the uh russian one even though the russian had all the bells and whistles you could possibly imagine but i just like the sentiment in the song and people do people do you know people do listen to the words you know they you know you might think they don't but if the words are good enough they'll get through and in his video, it's kind of like a karaoke machine. You've got the the lyrics are going across the yeah, screen all yeah. the time, which 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 is important. You know, well, I hope we do well. It'd be lovely.
0: Why what you know? did you think of? Um, or were you involved firstly with the the, the Jedward going to?
3: Yeah, um, when, when we would have done a lot of public appearances at the time, because as I say, we're like the two old fossils that get dragged out. So we'd end up yeah. on the same bills. You know, I, I if he, I had no concept of what they were about at all. Yeah. You know, because anytime they, they seemed to be wired to the moon, it was just, just it was, you know, didn't make sense at all. Like, what is one this one all fizzy it? drink too many or yeah, something. Really? I mean, they were hyper, hyper um, active altogether. But Louis would be there, and Louis's a shrewd man. You know, Louis. You know, managed that operation really well. He did. You know, he know, he really, really. You know, he knows what he's doing. He knows how to market them. He knows how to, knew how to sort of get them to a certain extent. And they've they've done very very well. They didn't need to win the Eurovision. You know, it didn't matter. Yeah. You know, their fan young fan base. You know, remember. <laughs> you know, remember. You'd arrive. I remember arriving at a hotel in in uh, Mullingar, just Mullingar Court I, I think is just outside Mullingar. And it was a lunchtime and they were playing that night. I didn't realise they were playing, but the place was bunged. Like people just bursting the doors to get in, you know, that kind of, because that's what kids like. They have their heroes and yeah. stuff like that. I remember bringing my, my, um, my grandkids to, to, to see them in pantomime and, uh, they couldn't believe it. We went backstage and met them and all this kind of stuff. And uh, you still uh, didn't get them. And no, I still, I don't. Know <laughs> <laughs> I still don't get them. <laughs> I don't get it, you know. And, and but obviously the 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 whole it was like it was marketed like cornflakes or you know they were they were you know they, if you noticed their costumes were always immaculate they yeah. you know but their dancing was dreadful. To, you. Know, yeah. they'd to, to go out and two different directions. <laughs> but but I mean that night at the pantomime, remember they jumped over the orchestra. You know, literally, it's like, it could be 15 feet. They jumped, you know, from the stage, over the orchestra, and into the audience. You know, yeah. you could have been killed, you know. It was the most dangerous thing I ever saw, <laughs> you know. But, but anyway, that was Jedward, you know. Um, the standard of Eurovision generally, I still maintain if the right song, if you find the right song that reaches out like Rock and Roll Kids did, you know, if you... that it grabs you by the heartstrings you know you need something that you know and there was one holland had one in i think 2 years ago uh, mm-hmm. a girl and a fellow That's and right. it was a very yeah. simple kind of a country song yeah and i i think it did quite well but it it, it they had a huge success mm-hmm. all over europe because of that that part one particular appearance you know yeah. they they were particularly good but you know the songs are always you know they're they're they're, they're very clever songs there's you know there's often there's often Terrible ones <laughs> in it, yeah. you know, the grannies from Russia or whatever <laughs> it was. But, but you know, the, a lot of effort goes into it, you know. And you know, a lot of them use you know huge amount of effects and orchestras and yeah. sound backing and tracks and all this kind of carry on, you know. Um, and it makes very spectacular television. You know, it's 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 the one night I say that nearly everybody in the country watches it just for the fun, and and they don't hear the songs after them. But if one song jumps out. You'll find they remember it, you know. Absolutely, and, you yeah. know, and I, I'd be texting on Facebook and people all over, What do you think of that one? And you know, <laughs> people that I know, you know, and and you'd be surprised at people who actually still sit and listen to to watch your revision. <laughs> yeah, Well-known right. people That's who it, you think yeah. would have more sense. I've seen. I've
0: I've opened up until about two or three years ago when I was, I don't go out to purposely watch it, but there's been occasions where I've been in the local watching it. Yeah. People are asking on a Saturday night to pump up the volume of the telly. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, for the vote. For the voting. Did we get on? Oh, no, I'll turn it off. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah it's funny. Uh, um, it, it, it was unique for me and it was unique for Paul because Paul lived in Colchester, which is really a village society mm. in, a, in a big urban um, um, city. But, but the Colchester people would have been just like the Drum Shambo people, you know, and, and uh, the excitement. Was just <laughs> unfathomable <laughs> altogether, <Really? laughs> you know. Um, you know, it was just magic. You know, the bonfires and we were brought back and all. Really? Like, what was
0: your homecoming like? Hmm? What was your homecoming like? Very
3: good. I mean, my dad, mum, and dad, uh, who are now gone, were were um, alive and well at the time, and and my family and stuff like that. But I remember funny things that happened. Um, I remember from Ruski, which is about maybe 20 miles that was a cavalcade of people all along the road and there were bonfires and the different lot but there was a f- a friend of ours um, was doing the loudspeaker come out and welcome the Eurovision winner you know, to a car you know in a car tano you know? but he's an auctioneer James McGuire was his name and as we're going along he'd say come out now and if um, it was a fellow end of driving the car he'd be saying come out now and welcome the Eurovision winner and you know blah blah and and he'd say to end it you know that feel over there I got 20 grand for that there just last week you know and, and all it was coming out through the head <laughs> the you know so there was you know there was the, the, it was just that kind of carry on the country is much different than the yeah. than the city yeah. you know it sounds yeah,
0: like Japan, killing a scully yeah. or something yeah, like that yeah well it's not that far from it I
3: mean you know it's it's a uh, uh, Kill the Scully is successful because people recognise the people in it. Yeah. You know, they're yeah, like, oh, yeah. yeah, there's There's, there, I was t- funny, I was just talking to Pat Short there uh, last week. Uh, and, uh, you know, it, when you think of Pat Short, I always, you know, it, to me, one of the best films that ever was made in this country was Garage. Brilliant. An absolutely Great brilliant film. film. Yeah, and funny. that, again, we're talking about the funny side of rural life. But that was the sa- that was the sad, sad side, side of it, idea, you know, yeah. and, and uh, I was I was I hadn't met him since, you know, I hadn't had the chance to say it to him. But it was great to, to be able to say it to him because yeah. a lot of people went to that movie thinking it was going to be like the unbelievables or whatever, yeah, you yeah. know. And people walked out, you know. But I thought it was a classic. No, film. A oh, film. Not in surprise, sh- yeah. Oh yeah, killing the scully. The fact that, you know kill the Scully is a, uh, was the funny side of rural life and um garage was, garage the, garage sad was the sad side yeah. or the real side the real, yeah, you yeah. know i know people there's one of those people in every town mm. somebody like that that's an outsider and you know who people ridicule and you know make fun of and stuff like that you know and i just thought it was a great film
0: yeah
1: it was brilliant i hate doing this part but we're, we're running out of time because when the conversations are flowing like this I <laughs> mean, um, well it's been but great fun for me to come
3: down and and, um, and chat to you guys um, uh, I, I still don't understand your fascination with the whole thing but <laughs> it's more so Danny he's been very cagey Graham hasn't he As you yeah, know what I mean yeah. he just he, he wants to keep, be cool uh, but he wants to join in the fun at, at I the think, same time
1: I think come the 14th of July he'll have flags and glitter and bunting and. All <laughs> 14th you Sorry, 14th of Sorry, oh, 14th of May. Yeah, yeah. Is that yeah, what yeah. it is? Yeah. 14th of May is the. Well, that's the final. The yeah. semis are attending. Yeah, please God
3: that that that, um, that Nicky will get through. I you think know?
1: he will because the semi final he's in has uh, the UK voting in it, has Australia voting in it, yeah. has Denmark, and the three of them will be yeah. very, very. You're getting political on. now again. Yeah. Is, yeah, what about the quality is, of the songs? You, you know, well, this, <laughs> is, <great>. yeah, this <laughs> is true. Has it turned
3: political, though? Well, people say this, but I always say, you know, say for example, you were having an all ireland song contest Mm. and there was a fella from mayo and there was a fella from belfast and a fella from kerry and all the people in mayo would know this guy who's representing mayo so you know and the radio stations the local radio station would all be playing so that goes into galway and it goes into leitrim and roscommon and sligo so they're all going to be rooting for the local lad like so it's, it's virtually the same thing all those um Countries that are over on that side—they're all bordering each other, and the radio stations are broadcasting in and out yeah. of each country. So they're hearing all these songs a lot more than we would be hearing them over there. So they—you know—they have. If a person's a big star in 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 Lithuania, he's also a big star in in, in Latvia or somewhere. You know, so yeah. uh, it's like. Show bands traveling through Ireland, you know, and equally so there would be, you know, it's, it's that kind of thing. Yeah. And I don't think it's any overtly, so oh, we must vote for, it. it's because they know the songs, they've heard the songs, they've been broadcast yeah. into their countries uh, for maybe two months before it ever happens. Yeah. So they like the songs and they're, and they're, you know, they might support another country, not necessarily because they love the country, it's because they like the song or the singer or whatever it is. Yeah. So that's basically it.
1: Um, you you mentioned there, Charlie. before we go we'll get you to to plug you have a radio show as well
3: yeah i do a radio show i got into radio um purely by accident there was somebody uh, not well in in our local station shannon said northern sound and uh they asked me to go in and do it and i put the headphones on and heard my speaking voice and i instantly fell in love with the sound of it (laughs) you know like i I had it up to 11 you know and and, and i said jeez i sound great you know and, and And I'm doing it now for nearly 10 years. And it's the kind of a program where I'm given freedom. I have guests and, you know, all kinds of different uh, people in. I talk about drama. It's it's an arts and entertainment program. Mm. And I absolutely love it. And it's, you know, we're doing very well in the ratings, you know, it's, got, you know, 40,000 listeners on a Saturday morning, so yeah, it's, cool we're, sure. we're happy with that. And uh, so it's, it's good fun, uh, and it's, you can get it on www.shannonside.ie or www.northernsound.ie. And, uh, you can tune 10, 10 to 12 on a Saturday.
1: Do you podcast the interviews at all? Yeah, some of them.
3: There's one. That, the last week's show was podcast. Now you can you can find it on the podcast. That's, if that's
1: on iTunes and everything, is it? Or I don't know how. I don't know how. Probably on the well. website. The I have website. the link to it if
3: you want. If you want to get it, yeah, we'll we'll yeah. plug that as well. Yeah, 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 a yeah, yeah. yeah. You um, can. can it's not pod, podcast every week, but yeah. you know they've they a very haphazard way of doing their podcast. <laughs> you know that you know if, if you make a, a, a if you kick somebody in the arse and say look
1: I want to get a podcast and they'll do it. They'll do it yeah. that way. Yeah, yeah,
3: so they did this week. Uh, it was a particularly good show
1: as well right so well, well we'll certainly link that up here and everything but listen Charlie I, I've loved this <laughs> Well, I've had fun so, too yeah it was great was I early? don't Thank know you. about him no, yeah. I, had a great no one. I, don't. I don't I don't know I
3: don't, I don't he's, think he's in it's, it's my favourite it. song of <laughs> all
0: time <laughs> I actually meant to say yeah, I was at a wedding four years ago in, in Italy in Lake Garda and uh, <clears throat> the reception was my cousin and uh, we had the whole Irish contingent that travelled had to get a minibus uh, a coach from the hotel to the, the vineyard where mm. the, the ceremony was on. And on the way back, about 1 a.m., everyone jarred. Everyone just started singing yeah. Rock and Roll Kids.
1: <laughs> it happens all the time, man. Friggin- the, yeah. the, the Rugby World Cup last year, um, a McDonald's at about 2 o'clock in the morning in Cardiff. They got a rendition there, though.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people keep telling me that. So, you know, they're an all day somewhere or they you know, um, uh, there was a friend of mine in Thailand and uh, he, and it was on the jukebox there. No you know, yeah, <laughs> just shows us what a small world it is. Really, that's yeah, it. Yeah, we're everywhere. The Irish are
1: everywhere. Yeah. That's true, that's true. Look, Charlie, once again, thank you so much for your time. Really thanks enjoyed that. You. And thank all the best. Good. Care. Oh, my God, man, what a guest. Unbelievable. That was man. incredible. That's only our first one, though. We've yeah. got another one. Gent. Got another
0: one. Absolute gent.
1: Will we her, or will we just jumped straight in? Just jump straight in, man. The one and the only, Brian O'Reilly. Mr. Brian O'Reilly, thanks very much for joining us, man.
4: You're, you're welcome.
1: This is going to be <laughs> unlucky. This, yeah, we are. Yeah. You know. Yeah. We are. <laughs> this is going to be Graeme is going to be miserable. Yeah. Um
4: is well. gonna going to leave in yeah. about 5 minutes Pro- probably probably. I like,
1: I like Eurovision but I like when Ireland wins Eurovision which hasn't been since the
4: 1996 1996
0: yeah. it's never been it's been
4: here we go 20 years yeah.
1: this is the 20th anniversary this is the 60th anniversary of Eurovision and the 20th anniversary since Ireland last won jeez anyway, look, miserable.
4: the first year that our record has been under threat in a yeah, long trail, long time yeah, Sweden can take it. the record this year no way
1: yeah. yeah, they're sitting on 6 we're sitting on 7 man. Yeah,
4: so you're going to have to delete all those Father Ted episodes for them. <laughs> putting in those references they're suddenly <laughs> (laughs) out of date they stood the test of time until now they're
0: gone Gone. yeah yeah Yeah. i love the way the general public kind of doesn't they're not outed as eurovision fans but i remember being in the market bar when jedward the first time they were representing ireland and the market bar is notoriously be quiet and there's no Anytime I was there before, there was no music or no television. They had a pull down screen watching the Eurovision and everyone Great. chanting Jedward on.
4: That's man. what it's like though. And, and the ratings come out every year and it's like 1.2 million. But then the next day, Mark's like, no, I wasn't watching show. <laughs> it. yeah. yeah. like, Who <laughs> are these phantom 1.2 million people watching the Eurovision every night?
1: It's true though, man. Everybody, you know, I love the way people are like, no, nah, jeez, I wouldn't watch that show at all. But did you see did, did you, you see, see Estonia did you see, <laughs> go. did you see did you see that one did you your one with the legs and the tank. your one with the beard did you see your yeah. one with the Conte divorced. belter of a tune. Oh, here we go anyway look sorry Brian we don't need a disservice there man I just said you're Eurovision fanatic in actual fact you're a uh, social media and communities editor there you go with independent.ie there you go that's proper journalism not that's, like me and you Yeah, <laughs> me, me and you are stealing the living <laughs> <laughs> so we're not. like GAA, you're the premiership Basically, that's, <laughs> that summarizes the difference here. I so, get paid, you do it for free. Bringing up that old Tesla. <laughs> yeah. So what do you do on a day-to-day basis then, man? Just scour Twitter I and just
4: watch the yeah, Pretend I know what I'm doing. I'm just there on the, the Twitter and the Facebook and the social media. And clicking the buttons, yeah, Click doing, by. doing the tweets, doing the tweets, yeah, all of that, that sort of stuff. Hoping I don't get rumbled, that no one knows what I'm talking <laughs> about, you know, that sort of stuff. General looking, looking important while doing,
1: yeah, doing look, the,
4: the Twitter and the, the Facebook and looking so
1: on. important. I think is half the battle. Yeah, I think that's how I me and you got a gig in here. <laughs>
4: you know, I look very important. I go in with a cape on, <laughs> it's just <a> scepter <laughs> with the Facebook F on the top, <laughs> whack people out of my way as I'm going. <laughs> and the
0: pinterest <laughs> and
4: and the, the pinterest the p, or p- yeah. interest p- as p- us, interest. us in the industry call it yeah it's <laughs> 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 so the insider name for that social network is
1: brilliant love, man I, this is this is what i want man i love giddiness and i love having a crack and eurovision and <laughs> eurovision yeah. more so than everything um, mainly mainly eurovision mainly Euro- this, this is weird because people in work still can't get over the fact that i do have a genuine fondness and a place in my heart for eurovision where did it come from uh, the the all-round quality pop songs that are on display. Okay, fair yeah, answer, but
4: it, that, that, that's what it is. It's yeah. none, of, none of your overproduced mess, and it's just a bit of cheesy yeah. pop music. Isn't exactly, exactly? I mean, it is like just a melody. Yeah, someone who can kind of maybe sing, singing slightly out of key.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say a few, a few key drops here and there. You're going, oh, uh, uh, you uh, uh, go on. You but then the it. key hit
4: hits in at the end, and then
1: and suddenly, yeah. Except for when Lordy came along and just messed everything. Ruined. up for everyone. you know Lordy No, God oh, no. Oh, you no. C-
4: you can talk to people. My friends from back in those days. And when Lordy won, I I was kind of not speaking to people for yeah. a few days. Because um, I, I was not happy to see Lordy win. And Sweden had a great entry that year that they were waving mm. flags and they'd win machines and it was all cheap. And they came fifth. And then these yeah. feckers from Finland come along. Shouting.
1: Shouting. Just shouting. Yeah. Some Grunk sort of eyeballs.
4: semblance. There was barely a song in there.
1: Yeah.
4: <laughs> Grunk, it's like some sort of Halloween Grunk act. <laughs> <A> wh- <laughs> <laughs> come along. Steal yeah. the Eurovision. Take it to Helsinki. Which, by the way, nobody would go to <laughs> unless there's an actual event there. <laughs> So then they torture the poor people to have to go to Helsinki the next year.
0: Yeah. Oh, Jesus. You're seriously offended that Lordy won.
4: I've still, like what was Lordy 2006? So it's 10 years yeah. now since Lordy, I still have not got over that. Have you Danny? Pretty
1: offended by Lordy. Um, I have, in a way, I still resent the fact that they won, mm. but I think there's been enough good since then that I've got over
4: it. Except, I, except the three or four shite songs that have won since then.
1: But Lordy oh. were the worst. Yeah, they definitely were the worst. Well, except for it, was it Denmark, 2000, 2001, Flying the Wings, Lord, that piece of shit. That was 2000, that was donkeys ago. I know, but I still hate that song.
4: But you got the good dance remix out of it about four years later, which th- everyone th- actually remembers. DJ And no Sammy? one remembers the original song.
1: Wasn't it DJ Sammy that had that? Somebody liked that show. It was one of those naughty those dance acts. It. You know? no. no. It was no. a woman who sang it, yeah. the next one. Yeah, and it was absolutely, these were like the Olsen brothers, I think they were called. Not to be confused with the Olsen and sisters, yeah, they, were, they were wheeled yeah. out
4: from a retirement home and they yeah. kind of bopped along. And actually, didn't they? They sued Mickey Joe Hart a couple of That's years right, later yeah. because we've got, son, we've got the world night yeah. sounded a lot like it, even at a key change yeah. when the lights flashed. It was, yeah. it was, you know, it was plagiarism. They successfully but, yeah. sued. No, they didn't. No? I don't. I don't think so. Actually, I don't I think the they realised
1: Mickey Joe Hart has no money. Yeah, <laughs> and effectively, like actually we can do that sue. lesson yeah. in
4: life sue someone with money exactly yeah would I just
0: sue RTE would they <clears> not yeah, they pay out for nothing how dare you they pay out for nothing all the time
1: how, how dare you redacted <laughs> redacted <laughs> yeah I think it was the old do you know what they look, the look, boat looked like do you know the fella out of Tenacious D that's not Jack Black
0: <laughs> yeah. the boat
1: looked like him <laughs> 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 that's probably the easiest way of describing it kind of fat and bald
0: Jack Black would be a great representation for Eurovision. Who would you represent, though? Ireland. Ah, oh, no, come uh, Finland.
4: One of, I mean, one of those lads <laughs> yeah, off up there. Finland. Be, yeah. Estonia. Estonia someone a bit mad.
0: Remember
1: one, Ruslana. Uh, she,
4: was, she was the one who got me into Eurovision. Really? proper was Ruslana. Oh, yeah.
1: Bit of ethno-pop. Yeah. Can't beat that. Wild Horses was her song. One at Ukraine. Wild Dances, Daniel. Wild Dances. You,
4: but, you know, <laughs> it's... We don't want to okay. turn it into a Eurovision off, but... No, <laughs> I... <laughs> <laughs>
1: You need to What's correct point? the record I'm, here. I'm all right with that. I'm all right. No, that, yeah, well done. So my apologies. The song actually came to more
4: prominence when it was featured in a Grand Theft Auto game about <laughs> seven or eight years later on one of those, like, Russian radio stations no one listens to in Grand yeah, Theft Auto. Yeah. But really? <laughs> that song was on Grand Theft Auto,
1: yeah. There you go. Eurovision, man. Making waves. Making waves. What other crazy, that's a crazy fact. It's literally yeah. the only one I have. done not ask okay. <laughs> Well, one. I mean, give me more, lads. lads. The, one, the one that everyone should know was Celine Dion.
4: Uh, yeah, she won nineteen eighty eight in Dublin with the two two. Yeah. Celine Dion and the won the Eurovision
1: Prize. in Dublin.
0: Yeah. yeah. Represent- that
4: was the launch of her career, no, Celine Dion was a nobody until then she Eurovision. won Eurovision yeah. and then she got the record deal 88
1: In Dublin, Johnny Logan handed over the Eurovision crown. A to Arnais. Celine Dion. Arnais well, Arnais well, Celine. I didn't realise that. Resident I knew she won uh, Eurovision,
0: I just didn't realise it was in Dublin. Yeah.
1: Switzerland, wasn't yeah. it? Hmm. She won for she won
0: for yeah,
4: yeah, they just hired her in. Switzerland more. are kind of like, they just hire mercenaries to sing for them. They very rarely actually send a Swiss person. Exactly. It's normally just, True. they hire people to go for them.
1: There you go. Um, obviously, you now ABBA. ABBA, yeah. yeah. Ultimate. Cliff Richard... Clifford, yeah, Richards. he never won it. Richard he locked Richard. himself in a bathroom and cried he, for
4: hours. He, um, yeah, celebrated, what is it, celebration?
1: Uh, congratulations. congratulations. Congratulations, that one. Yeah, it no, was no, that, that was written by no, Phil Kildare, no, wasn't no, it? No, yeah, no, and no. It,
4: the Spanish actually bribed the jury off that year. Well, so goes so the so legend. So goes the With legend, the catchy title song, La <coughs> La La, La La, La La, La Yeah. Won the Eurovision <coughs> that year and Clifford came second.
1: Yeah, true story. And uh, Enrique Iglesias' father competed for Spain. Julio mm. Iglesias. Julio, yeah. and he lost... Who? Julio. Who? Julio. <laughs> You're dope. I <laughs> knew what you were doing, man. <laughs> oh, right.
0: yeah, I was waiting right. for you to go
1: over the three times, though, because that's <laughs> brutal. Isn't it? And he lost to Ireland's first winner. Dana. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Herself. All kinds of everything.
4: And um, the famous group, Greek singer, even, Nana Musk um, Let's just say Masaka. Yeah. She's a very really famous <laughs> singer, but yes, she won. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Greek selection I went for Greece Yeah there's a lot, lot, lot in there When we
0: were in My a heyday With Eurovision Like uh, Was there always the You know the The Tuesday night And the Thursday night the f- no, no No they only no. brought that in In
1: 2004 Yeah I think it was when uh, The whole Europe thing ex- do you know There when was Europe too many countries To yeah. keep into one night So okay. they need to just Branch it out The one night was starting to, It was like when WWE have a pay per view When it runs over The Eurovision was starting To do that Okay So they had to go Lads we need to Rain this shit in now How are we going to do it We'll have a knockout round very good, and that's what they've done. So, so where are we this year in the second, second semi final? Which I think is great for us because Australia can vote in it, and the UK can vote in it, and Denmark can vote in it, and the three of them and love us. Romania got knocked out, yeah, and they're automatic
4: qualified. Romania qualified no matter what they sent, exactly. But they're gone now, so that's an automatic qualifier. Romania, from the semifinal,
1: gone. Romania could have sent a go that dropped acid, yeah, and was banned its way through Tiesto, <laughs> and it would have got, it would have got to the final. But because they didn't pay their bills, the electricity's turned off and that's it, they're not going. There you go. And Germany had to change their singer. Because your man was a teensy bit racist or something.
0: Did Germany change again this year?
1: Yeah. I thought
4: that was last year. Was that two years in a row?
1: Was it not? In, like, I thought it was last year that your man
4: decided he just didn't want to do Eurovision and they had to go to the L second place singer. That definitely happened last year. I don't remember it happening again this year.
1: Was it not November that got in it? Maybe I'm completely wrong on this get mixed up I'm,
4: I'm not a close follower of the German selection so I, I, it <laughs> could yeah. have happened yeah, To be honest, definitely happened last year for, for last year's edition yeah. I, don't know I,
1: it I got lazy game. when I came to the research and I just went no do you know what I'll remember stuff <laughs> clearly I'm not, <laughs> so, <You're> not. <laughs> yeah. clearly I'm going
4: to have to go on Wikipedia now and <laughs>
1: exactly, exactly yeah, yeah I could fact check it uh, not, no actually do you know yeah, what let's, let's
4: just go on here saying. and know just what? make yeah. stuff on. No,
1: let's, let's see if we can go on to the we can make it to the journal. journal.ie fact check and get Brian's rivalry going proper, get a few going because they've got this whole fact check thing going on yeah. now. And we will say, Yeah, Germany are changing their singer. So <laughs> somebody will get it onto the journal and call you for yeah. Brian.
4: They can look that up on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> it's cheap for them to do that. Actually,
1: yeah, so it won't make it to their fact check <laughs> no, thing. There's well. no work in that at all for them.
4: No. So it'll definitely make it to their fact check thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Brilliant. I like um, their fact check. Yeah, it's all right. Well, it was it good is. for the it, election. It's it's good. It's it was good for but, the election. I don't like it as much as I like the entertainment pages on independent.ie. You're welcome.
4: Yes, yeah, <laughs> the entertainment pages. Everything on independent.ie is better than everything on every other
1: rival site. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, hello, Dennis, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely not listening. I guess last week, the uh, fame, Dennis. What? Last week you did, did you? <laughs> no, I guess. Don't bring that up. Right. I'll, I'll let that I'll edit that out. <laughs> <bring it up. laughs> What was, what's your favourite Eurovision song? If you had to pick one. Like, oh, jeez. Put me in the spot. I've got, right, I've got two. Oh, I actually, honestly.
4: I know. I, I, I think Euphoria and Lurian kind of topped us for the years. Euphoria is a belter.
1: Isn't it? It's, I, although I have to say I did like Only Teardrops. That was really? Good, yeah. oh, that was a
4: bit too kind of... It would have yeah. fit in in 2003 or 2004, didn't nah, like I thought it. it was a bit
1: too outdated. Right, I still think 2010 probably had the best year of songs in general.
4: I think last year actually topped the... I think last year the quality bar was raised for kind of the, the shitness know. to better. Is, yeah, the it ratio was, no, is changing. It was, it
1: was good last year, but I just think, like, even Romania actually had an absolute belter. Denmark had a great song
4: in 2010. Oh, uh, they did. But uh, Denmark's song was written by Swedes. So it was basically a Swedish song submitted to the Swedish selection, got rejected yeah. from the Swedish selection, mm-hmm. went on to come third in Eurovision while Sweden got knocked out in the semi-final that year. So they were... pretty sour about that one it's
1: the wrong fault man that's what you get what was that? Uh, playing with Fire. That was Romania one. I can't remember Romania
4: in 2010. Denmark was a moment like this. In
1: a moment like this. And the two
4: of them notoriously hated each other. Yeah. And weren't speaking off yeah. stage. But they sang this duet where they were all pawing exactly, each other. During, yeah. But absolutely amazing. despised each other off stage. Yeah. So you when you were
0: covering the Eurovisions, do you get do you get to go backstage? In, you know the room I that they show us on the
4: <laughs> telly? did one. Um, no, that's that's literally for the acts. You wouldn't even get close to that. I tried yeah. to sneak in and... Well, security weren't happy and promptly, not, promptly showed me back out. Did you not
1: play the, I'm Ronan Keaton card?
4: I, I should have tried. Yeah, because he's um, written
1: about 17 Eurovision songs by now, I think. And none of them have. Ronan one. Keaton has? No. Ah, he, wrote he wrote at least two. Denmark he, he wrote He wrote,
4: wrote one for Denmark, yeah. That, like this kind of mimic act who sounded exactly like Fren- Ronan Keaton's song. Friends sang. in
1: London, wasn't it? No, that was another year. That was another year. No, yeah, sorry. One. I can't even remember his name. The song was crap. No, what, no, it was. It was a shite song. Yeah.
4: He presented Eurovision as well
1: that's in right. 1997 yeah, that's in Dublin. Right. Oh yeah, I remember that. When, uh, what's it called? Katrina and the Waves. Yeah, one awful song. I like that. Love Shine a like Light. That's, I like a bit of Love Shine Light. Love,
0: oh, I like that. Shine Love Shine. See, I remember
1: that. It was a shite song, I thought, lads. Although, I and honestly, it was like, no walking on sunshine. But yeah, still that's true. Yeah. Yeah. You know I mean? Although, in saying that, I didn't like Eamor Quinn, the voice either. <gasps> <gasps> Excuse oh, me? Of all, of all the Irish songs, Bardana, that's the worst. Oh my God! What is wrong with you?
4: I, I, the, there's an argument there, but yeah, nah, nah, like, might, look, let, Let's yeah. just all accept Anna was the worst. Yes, yeah, throw Yeah,
1: it's gone. It's out the window. So
4: you have the two Johnny Logans, of which Hold Me Now is up there. Jo- Hold Me what's Now. What's another, another year? Is mm, nah, I
0: think what's another year? Is now. back down
4: towards the bottom. Somewhere. What?
0: An, what's another year? Is better than The Voice? Yes, it is. I oh, know. Uh, yes. I think
4: The Voice is oh, better. better the Voice than year.
0: Better.
1: <laughs> it's a I like. Great song. I like both Johnny Logan songs, but. The voice is up there. No, I don't like it. It's too Enya-esque. What's wrong with that? It was, fact she lives up the it was about the troubles
4: in Northern Ireland. You know, it was timely. It's about politics. It's is different.
1: that what it was about? Yeah. That goes against the, the entire ethos of Eurovision.
4: Now, then. They only disqualify Eastern European countries for that. <laughs> <laughs> if you're west of the Danube, you're That's fine. Australia, put in whatever Australia, you want.
1: Australia got in a bit of trouble over the whole FaceTime thing this year, didn't they?
4: Yeah, they did that before, actually, a couple of years ago. They San Marino was entering a song called the Facebook song. Yeah. And they made them change the title to the social media, the media song. It yeah. uh-huh. uh, Did then, not they have they the same ring in the chorus as they tried to fit in those extra <laughs> syllables.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, sorry, lads. The voice, I think, i I put the voice as the second worst song we've won with oh
0: controversial. I, put Linda well, I think I put Linda, Linda Martin
4: as a beautiful lovely human being how are you Linda? is clearly the best
1: ah oh, A1
4: <clears throat> although I'm going to put it out there that Terminal 3 is actually better than Why Me but still the performance of Why Me yeah. and Linda in general was I can't say a bad word yeah,
0: what's the, the best Irish song that didn't win
1: ooh Oh, that is a hard question, now, Because, you know, there's 50-something years worth of it.
4: I can see oh, her in my head, but I can't think. Wings of Love. Was that? No. Something of Love. It was back in the 60s. She was wearing a green dress.
1: They were always wearing green dresses.
4: Miriam something or other, I think. I don't know. Jedward wow. Lipstick was actually very... It was probably our best
1: song this it's, century it's, so far. I was going to say, it's probably been our best kind of Because it was very poppy. poppy. It was
4: very poppy. It was contemporary. They did a good performance.
1: I do like Nicky's song this year, though. No. it's not going to do it's not going to get anywhere but uh, I do like it
4: if it qualifies that'll be the result that'll be us celebrating mm. and then just give up after that oh, do you <laughs> not like the song though? No? I think it's fine I just think it's a bit banal it's do you think the the yeah,
0: process for selecting it was a bit poor, or?
4: Um, I get Ortiz's logic in going and selecting an act and an established act like Nicky Byrne but at the same time there's, you know you need your song you need your performance you need your performer so you have your performer yeah the song isn't really meh, there. We yeah. haven't seen the performance yet properly to judge it, but they're missing the song. The three him, elements, really. I've seen
1: them doing a performance of a, on some Ukrainian show. It's on the YouTube. And uh, very, very wooden. Very wooden. Yeah, I've seen I've a few see, of I, them. And, um, I can now see why the other lads in Westlife are kind of like, you're in the background. You're in the background. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it wasn't... Um,
4: I mean, I, I, I have faith that when we see it, they'll have improved it. Like, he has so. a record company behind him, which is always a good start, yeah. because there's money there. But you can't replace an average song. Like, the song is going to be the song.
1: Yeah, I do think it will make it to the final. I don't think it's going to finish last. But by no means it's going to get... It's not going to get near the top 10.
4: If it gets to the final, and I'm not convinced it'll even get there, you're talking 20th to 25th. I mean, it's going to be in the bottom Uh, rung.
1: Yeah, I'll accept that, yeah. I do think... The only reason I think it'll definitely get to the final is the fact that we do have three very friendly voters on our side in the semi-final.
4: We've had that before, and it hasn't been a guarantee. With weak songs and a strong year. I mean, I'll I'll judge it. You have to judge it on the rehearsals because you can't really judge yeah. on all the videos and every. You have to just judge when everyone's on the same stage and everything. But I'm I'm mm. not convinced. I'm kind of leaning towards he won't until I see it properly. Okay. And just I have a I have a pretty good record of predicting Ireland qualification. Yeah, now pretty I, accurate. I'm kind of leaning towards a no for now.
1: This is the one we're going to differ on. I'm, I'm going to say he's going to get there.
4: I I'm not I'm still yeah. on the fence with it. I'll wait until I see it when he starts rehearsing. But based on song right now, I'm a no. I okay.
0: need to. There was a bit stage. of uproar, wasn't there, with uh, music writers in Ireland uh, over the selection process, wasn't
4: there? Well, yeah, because a lot of them kind of get their name out there by getting on the Late Late Show or whatever it would be, and kind of then they just completely circumvented that. Selected Nicky, selected a song, and that was it, and that was done and dusted. So. I think people were a little bit annoyed that there wasn't an open
0: selection process. Is that a valid argument, like them giving out?
4: Um, I get Ortiz's side; they want established singers, and established singers tend to not want to have to go into a competition where they're competing with a lot of. So amateurs. they might lose. So they might lose the prestige of somebody who has the name recognition yeah. and has a fan base to get all these songwriters, and so it's kind of Orti had to pick. They did the open selection the last couple of years. It didn't really yield any results, so mm. no. try something new.
1: What was your one last year? She's going to be a seventeen or Molly something. Sterling. Yeah, Molly,
4: yeah, yeah, she was good. I thought she was uh, good. Yeah, song could have been a bit more umfy. It was yeah. nearly, nearly that's, there, but not quite. That's
1: our problem. We're still, I think, kind of honed in on this softy, softy kind of like. But look what we won with before. We had a winning recipe before, and now you look at Euphoria and those sort of sounds, You're like lads, we're not getting within an arse's roar to them, are we?
4: Yeah, Sweden is the new Ireland essentially because yeah. Sweden are just sending contemporary pop songs exactly whereas Ireland is still trying to reinvent that 90s wheel and going well if we keep yeah. just trying these sort of ballads we'll eventually get there and it's like yeah. no look no, Gladys, we're, done.
1: we're just we're so close to another rock and roll kids we can do this rock and mm. roll kids could win the
4: Eurovision again this year rock and roll Ro- kids and roll legitimately kids is, is a great song
1: that is, that is the pinnacle the, of the their the problem Eurovision is songs.
4: yeah I think rock and roll kids is our best Eurovision the problem is, yeah. is that we aren't sending those quality no. songs anymore this quality has plummeted so yeah. low compared to our peak how did you feel
1: about the Dustin situation
4: um i got it i got why they voted him i think i think kind of in hindsight everyone's like oh it was a big two fingers to eurovision i don't really think it was i think people at the time were like look at him he's mad they're waving feathers around there's glitter there's everything and that's what does well in eurovision i don't think it was meant to be this kind of insult to eurovision i think it was just it's a bit of crack that does well in eurovision
1: what year was that 2008 yeah there you go um, I can see what you mean by that, and I can see what you mean by like oh, it's it's glittered, it's flags, it's kind of brash, and it has that element of stuff that like your one. What was the Ukrainian one? Verka Sedutchka. Verka. Yeah. yeah. did little That was a great song. That was in uh, spy um, actually. It was. <laughs> that yeah, that's right in the military film. Movie. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a huge star over there, man. Like Who? in Verka. Yeah. Oh yeah. Huge. Like. Um, but anyway, yeah. Like that had that novelty element of it. I don't think the rest of Europe get a turkey puppet with a Dublin accent. I just think it was silly saying. I'll, I'll personally speaking.
4: And there was a whole other like handful of things. I mean, even... Yeah. Or t- camera angles they never zoomed in properly like there's all these little tweaks that RT don't do that these yeah. other nations like plan their performance to every second about where the camera's going to be and what colour the lights are going to be and if the wind machine is on or off RT just seemed to kind of go ah lads just throw whatever yeah. but what four, the, where did, did it all
0: go wrong then We've, we were the kings of Eurovision for years well
4: we got a bit arrogant for a while I think and Eurovision kind of became a bit twee kind of in the Celtic Tiger, because we were like, we don't need Eurovision, we have cocaine. So <laughs> who cares? We have cocaine and fast cars. So we kind of got rid of it and didn't care. And then suddenly it came back around that we got a bit outraged that all these other countries are winning and we yeah. were doing really poorly. And then we started to care again during the recession. And I think the problem is that we're still trying to... Nostalgic nostalgia Nostalgia, we're still voting and selecting songs on nostalgia of what did win and we're not actually looking at what is winning. And I think that's really where we're falling down at the minute is that the yeah. competition has moved on so much yet Ireland are still trying to come on, nineties nostalgia. I, I think
1: as well what you were saying about like other countries and the planet and their choreography and their their, their everything about the back of and the background, all, if you look at last year's winner, that entire video thing and how he was interacting with that. Um, here do you remember last year's winner? Nope probably
0: it's Eurovision, 1994. I, I watch it every year. I just, don't,
1: I just forget. Last year's when it was a great one. When I
0: see Ireland not getting anywhere, we oh. so I actually singing.
4: being It's actually been used in the ads for
1: the Euros. Yeah. At you know,
0: the minute. It R-T, is actually, yeah. Oh, yeah. I do know it.
1: It's just you don't think it's a Eurovision song. No, I don't. Yeah, yeah. It's good. So it clearly can't be in the Eurovision Yeah. It's actually a good song. There's no way that was a Eurovision. Yeah, I won it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like, if you look at that, like, in that <laughs> whole how he interacted with that little matchstick man type thing, little boy with the screen and all, and then compare that to something like Dustin in a shopping trolley. Yeah. With a fat board waving a feather boa. But it was a gimmick, though, wasn't it? It was... But it was too gimmicky. Mm. And I love Dustin. Like, I think every other... Like, his reviews of Chippers and the paper are great. But there was... <laughs> but, like... There was a reason. It wasn't...
0: Who... Was, was there not an, an, an outlandish winner or something like that before, prior to Dustin? Well,
1: and they were what a Oh Well, Dana mm. International maybe, you could argue. But that was
4: 1998. So yeah. that was still kind of Dana International the
1: was 1998. Realm yeah. of we're our neither. heyday, yeah. Oh
4: my we hadn't God. given up by 1998. We'd hosted true. the previous year. Exactly. So we were still
0: yeah. Gina G was in the Eurovision that year, was 1996,
4: she? 1996, yeah. She came six, like Gina sixth G. to Eamor Quinn. Yeah. A lot of people got annoyed about
0: that. from remember.
1: Yeah. remember Gina G. Do mm. so you remember uh, Rio Lorenzo from the X Factor? She yeah, she was in it one. two years, years ago. David de Gea's missus was in it last year for Spain. Really?
4: Mm. And she, her makeup, something got in her eye and yeah. her makeup started running in the middle of it. it was Unbelievable, carry on. A bit, of, a bit of car crash TV. Um, do you like know the
0: Eurovision isn't really car crash TV as it is, is it? No. How no dare you? <laughs> no. It's a fine, no, no, upstanding, no, no. quality <laughs> broadcast. <laughs>
4: yeah.
0: um, do you have Eurovision parodies on over? Um, when you're not there.
4: I would invite a select few. <laughs> Because they need to understand the rules.
0: You can laugh so at you So you,
4: you can have the Eurovision party and you can have <laughs> 20 people there. But how do you silence them when the songs are on? So you yeah. need people who know the rules that for those three minutes of the songs, shh, yeah. and we watch the song.
1: I don't care about watching Dutch people ride around bikes at a canal. With I, a all those postcards Canada.
4: chat away. Yeah, dear, but literally, once, once, once the song kicks off, then you need to shut up yeah. and just, just you know,
0: watch it. Exactly. few people having drinks and you want them to be quiet uh, yeah,
4: yeah, so that's why I say I kind
0: of I, I am you know who to ask
4: who's coming yeah I don't I don't just have this open invite
0: what about you then
1: oh no I watch it alone
4: <laughs> in a dark room
1: because I I, I couldn't have people doing that to, I've, I've had phones out with the lovely Oksana over this because she talks to me during the songs I'm like you realise I need to hear this mm-hmm.
4: so yeah I, I had a fight actually with one of my my best friends yeah. back well, it was 2009 like but she started singing along with one of the songs. That's
0: an absolute no. You don't let them sing along, no. Absolutely
4: you know, not. I need to hear the singer. I don't need to hear you singing along. Yeah. So there were stern words exchanged, and let's just say she hasn't sung along to any song in Eurovision <laughs> <Yeah>. in <laughs> seven
1: years. I, I haven't watched Eurovision with my girlfriend now in about five years, because actually, yeah, we're only going out five years. It was the first year we were going out, and I haven't watched it with her since. <laughs> but you need to understand, so, you know. Yeah, She watches it with her man now. And, of course, you know, them being Russian and all, they're very excited for this year. Because the Russians are looking strong. I don't think they're going to win it. I don't either.
4: No, I don't think. I think they'll they'll do the second or third again, but yeah. I don't I don't think they'll win
1: it. I think they still regret letting Alexander Roy go out to the rivals a couple of years ago. Oh, well, he was Belarusian, but sure. It's all the same, yeah, let's but be honest. Yeah, let's be honest, it is all the same. And yeah. there was talk from representing the motherland, like... Yeah, no. Um, do you remember that one, do you? tale Alexander Royback.
4: But there was... No. No, with the fiddle.
1: With the fiddle. It was the highest score in Eurovision song ever.
4: Until last year. Didn't Mans take the record last year? Did he beat him last year? I think, think Mans took the record last year. No, I don't remember.
1: I don't I think so. so. you probably show me now and I'd say, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, you,
4: should have, you should have had some sort of media system here that you could press the button oh, and it plays the clip of the song. To be honest know? with you, right,
1: normally speaking, I have an iPad and sometimes we do, I, I hook it up and I'm able to do, But well, I was just lazy today. And I was like, meh <laughs> so I not yeah. that's <laughs> so, how I feel about your vision yeah, exactly. so, so what will happen is right and and I'm peeling back the curtain here a bit but uh, when I'm doing the edit if I feel like I need to underlay one of the tracks <laughs> I will <laughs> but, but as for so the so I've ruined the magic <laughs> yeah. no you haven't ruined the magic at all see sometimes you know magicians have to reveal their secrets so <laughs> they can move on to bigger and better things like, you, you know,
0: know what I mean? can't get over, over the course of this infor- uh, conversation what like, I always thought the first time the people heard the song was on Eurovision, night. But like... <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not, nah, <laughs> just stop that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh.
0: how, <Please>. how, does, <laughs> how does one go about sourcing... There's an entire selection process for country and And there's this,
4: this great new thing called the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Where well, you don't. type in stuff <laughs> and you get it. Yeah. For, for example,
1: there's no way I'm typing in Eurovision <laughs> into my Google search. For example, there is. Do you want to explain Melody Fest to him? You were there, I think you should. Melody Fest? Melody <laughs> Fest. Melody Fest. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, well, yeah, it's if you translate it, it means Melody Fest.
0: Melody like. Fest. So, what's this
4: then? So, it's the Swedish selection for Eurovision, which is kind of what everyone's kind of envious of now yeah. because it started winning. So, it's essentially six weeks long. And it goes from city to city to city over those six weeks playing arenas. So we're talking like 15,000, 20,000 sold tickets. They don't give them away for free. Mm -hmm. And so it's record companies submit acts. So it's not amateurs. You have to get record companies to submit you. So it's established acts, submit their song. I think they got 3,000 songs this year and they narrow it down to about 28. And so essentially they do that for four or five weeks. You get to your final and your song wins, ideally. But it's kind of become a thing to itself as in last year and the year before Melody Festival final was actually watched by more people than Eurovision was in Sweden. It's actually become bigger than Eurovision has. And even like this year the final was held. They're actually holding the Eurovision in Sweden this year in a smaller arena than they held the Melody Festival final in. So I think they held the Melody Festival final in like this 50,000 seat arena which was sold out. And even the rehearsal the night before was sold out and they charged for tickets. So it's it's kind of this thing now that everyone wants to do but nobody has the money for because
0: yeah. and how does Sweden have the money for it because they're winning uh, they just well, it's just the record Sweden, companies pumping it it's in it's the
4: record companies that's how they've kind of structured it so the record companies they give each act a certain amount of money to stage their performance and then the record companies can supplement it to their heart's content and you went which to this? They do. I went to it yeah two three years ago now 2013 and um, it's yeah it's, it's, it's up there with Eurovision in terms of spectacle there you go
0: that explains your Sweden, but all countries do this. Like how well, no, you know, not, Sweden no, Sweden is literally
4: Sweden, the, yeah. the top dog in terms of national selection. So you to Sweden literally just go
0: Googling when Eurovision oh, well, no, prelims when, and
1: all. Well, you know Sweden well, is February. You know. Yeah, exactly. You know when Sweden is, right? <laughs> Four
4: weeks of February, the first two weeks of March. That's I,
1: but like I'm signed, <laughs> I'm, I'm signed up for like updates and all, so I'll get a yoke when a country selected a song and go and listen to it straight away. like. Okay. So you get an email then. As that's as say, very every time you started well some countries even select them sort around the winter don't you start to hear rumors that he was oh yeah going
4: albania some mad lads they select them like yeah, december yeah and they don't do christmas out there so it's like the 25th of december they're doing the eurovision selection
1: i'm taking the first boy down me turkey and i'm like oh hang on me <laughs> the albanians are at it like. lads <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? like, so i mean they're mad like oh know? danny um, well yeah that's so no no the, the, the first time you hear the eurovision song is not at eurovision
4: it is for me well, if I watch your Unless you're one of those sad people who doesn't check <laughs> them. Exactly. <I> mean, <laughs> Can't examine them clinically before the competition. Unless I mean, you're a saddo like that.
1: I mean, you can even buy the CD before the event now. Mine was delivered yesterday.
0: What's a CD? <laughs> oh, all right.
1: So he's, he's trying to be... Oh, the, yeah. <laughs> trying to killed. You, you can get it on MP3 Download also. Yeah, download, yeah, yeah. all those things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> What was this? What, what? I, we've. this is great because this is what happens when we get excited about things we jump we don't just stick with the when one when we line get of excited about things <laughs> yeah we collectively <laughs> <laughs> we jump we don't just stick collectively to one question we tend to talk about something and that'll trigger something else and that'll something else so there's been about five topics that have been like yeah I want to ask about this and then it's gone into something else and I'm like oh hang on and then you've asked and then Brian's gone and this is great I love this yeah. Who think's going to win this here uh hang hang on. Right, right. not Russia see right this is the thing with Russia right? it is actually I, I like the song it's right? grand El Sergei Labrov I think is it
4: which I'm pretty sure is the name of like the fake foreign minister in 24 or something <laughs> like
1: it does sound like one of
4: those things where Jack is going call the president
1: yeah it does sound like a stereotypical kind Russian of like, evil villain name yeah. exactly yeah we're making a cold war film lads we need a we need a lieutenant <laughs> Sergei Labrov <laughs> <Yeah>. love it <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is, like. That's exactly what it is. Um, the French are second favourite. Uh, the French are never going to win. It's a bilingual they haven't won since
4: 1903 or something and like that. It's like a bilingual song. bilingual song. And that's disgraceful for France, who True. have never submitted like yeah. more than three words of English in their song. They've <laughs> always gone in French, stubbornly, yeah. and now they're, they're going English.
1: And what's more is even the catchy chorus they've put in English. Not just the verse. The verse is in French and in the chorus... Catchy English. The bit everyone remembers. Exactly. How
0: old um, is your original?
1: 60 years this year, Graham.
0: 60 years. 60, what? Wow. Um, Be great if you won the 60th. Nick, go on, Nicky. Up, Nicky. Not a chance. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Australia? I think Australia might win. It's a catchy I wouldn't song. Rule them out. It's a song. It's a good song. It's kind of like Sia. It's, it's kind of bit, contemporary.
1: It's a bit slow, though, for your I think.
4: Uh, I wouldn't I rule it out. There's not actually that many up-tempo songs this year at all. There's a lot of these kind of mid-tempo Mm. See,
1: a kind of, I would put this in a similar vein to I put satellite by laying it in the sense of I don't love it, but I don't hate it. Yeah, s- you see, I, I
4: kind of like to see Australia win just for the general thing of what happens next year as they yeah. try and scramble around to decide who hosts. Well,
0: yeah. Does Australia not host no, no, it? No, it has to stay not. in Jesus Europe, no.
4: and I, I think the deal has already been done that Germany would Germany. host. I yeah. think that's the common thing that, but Australia would pay for it but they yeah. just have to hire a German arena in Dusseldorf or Berlin or Munich or somewhere.
1: Oh. Yep, there you go. Um, well, Iceland Sweden's, is good. Sweden are obviously being touted again, but Sweden. I don't think it will do it this year. It's one of those ones that'll
4: come up the top where it'll finish yeah, down the it, bottom. It's a, it's a lover-hate sort of thing. I,
1: I think it's probably going to... I think it's going to be disappointing for them this year. They,
4: ha- they don't want to win again, though. No. They're, they're like literally Ireland in the 90s now. They've had to pay for it twice in three years and they, they really don't want to win again. They don't have. And they are busy giving people social welfare money that makes them millionaires. They do not have the money to host Eurovision again.
1: They don't have the hardships of a three in a row though, do they? Nobody will know the hardships of a three in a row.
4: Not yet. But if they do the two in a row, then they've taken the record. That's it. We're done. So the
1: record's level now?
4: It's level. but now No, they've apparently got, six, they've in got
1: the six and we've got seven, isn't it?
4: They have six now, so if so they do if they it win, this year, 7-7. But apparently us, yeah. in the official record book, the more recent victory will have you rank at the top. So oh, really? when you're listing, yeah, Sweden will come first and Ireland that's, second. That's an anti-Arts. Now, can I just conspiracy. say that it was actually the Swedish producer who decided that that's how the record book <laughs> would go.
1: So, Shitbag. What a shit bag!
4: If it happens, if Sweden win, I say on the Sunday morning, we all get outside Leinster House, start burning <laughs>
2: Swedish flags.
1: <laughs> we, no way. We effectively will need the three... Sweden, how we treated France when Thierry Henry handballed it. Absolutely. That's what we need to do. Um, don't I love
0: when we don't win or we don't do any good? You hear people say, uh, it's all those border countries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all never it's you never to win
1: Mates voting for mates. It's not block voting. But nobody ever cared when Britain were giving us 12 points for years. And we no, were, no, and we were giving them two. It's,
4: it's basically the same as the that's politician what? preaching about... You know, being upstanding and taking the brown envelopes—that's what we're like. It's like, well, well, Britain can give us twelve. It's fine if we do it. We give them. 10. But when Poland does it, <laughs> different matter altogether. How dare they? We How gave them
0: dare jobs. they? What 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 do people be on about when they say it's all about that block voting?
1: Because you know, you've got that whole thing of like when the Soviet Union broke open all those countries that are neighbors and bestows. Is it fair? Is it true to say? To an extent, maybe. but They've changed the voting system this year. They've changed the voting system.
4: That. It's true to the point that these countries tend to say fa- like send famous acts. Yeah. So they're known in neighboring yeah, countries. Yeah. It's the same as us sending Nicky Byrne. He's known in the UK. So when mm. Ukraine sends a famous singer, the singers are known in all the neighboring countries. So they're just voting for somebody they know. Yeah. So it's not necessarily a big conspiracy. But then also you have all these like diaspora populations... Yeah. And they just tend to vote blindly. So it's kind of true. Like So you kind know
1: when vote. it comes to, say, like, San Marino and Italy and other Mediterranean countries, that yeah. does go on nine times out of ten be sort of a kind of like, I'm seeing a pattern here. I'm seeing a pattern. Except for poor old San Marino who never get the benefit of it because, God bless them, they're song for as bad as their football team. <laughs> really? They're awful. But then, last year they got to the final though they did in mm-hmm. fairness I can't fault them well I can't still a shit <laughs> <It's> a <dreadful laughs> genuinely I'm dreadful. one of the worst
4: yeah. um, that's what we call a toilet break <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that's oh you yeah, no toilet breaks you're allowed toilet over. breaks but you, you plan them you know which countries is the toilet yeah, break exactly, because if you've seen them in the semi-final you've judged them then they're shit well then you know exactly, they're a toilet break yeah. in the final have
0: you ever watched the the songs obviously you have watched the songs prior to the, the main event yeah. but have you ever said while watching the main event Oh, if they actually performed it better than I heard before. So you're, you're
4: constantly judging that. Yeah. And you're, you're sitting there in a kind of Simon Cowell pose <laughs> and you're deliberating on every aspect of a performance. So you were you are comparing it to the semi-final straight off the bat. And you, you do make a judgment call, which is very important for the universe yeah, to yeah. know that that's what you've judged it as.
1: Yeah, I think that's a fair point as well. You can't... I, I think if there are signs of improvement, you have to be willing to to give credit where it's do. On Twitter. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because, yeah. But at the same time, if skating criticism slash starkey comments are needed, you need to be willing to do that as well.
4: <laughs> like like, yeah, like case in point, Russia last year. Yeah. Good semi-final performance. Poor final performance. But I'm I'm pretty mm. sure the KGB had her family hostage somewhere because she was very I mean, intense and very with the eyes. Yeah. Um, I,
1: I can't be certain, but I'm almost sure she was told, if you don't get this right, the babushka ladies from last year are all going to beat the shite out of you
4: she, she was under some sort of threat yes. I think the, that seven, know for the seven
1: grannies from 2014 <laughs> and were out back them. waiting for Horman. hormone.
4: And, and the great thing about those was what you're allowed six on stage in Eurovision they brought nine of them with them yeah. in case any of them passed away oh. during <laughs> the rehearsals are you serious yes they had replacement grannies ready replacement this is russia this is just you know they're they're down to business yeah. oh no no emotion there it was and just these are all eight year olds
1: every one of them had the lenin medal for services during the war and everything true story wow you get a ser- I think if you have a certain amount of kids you get you got a medal i must check i have russian in-laws i must check all this yeah, they had replacements yeah in case of death yeah wow. which is standard russian practice Really?
4: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they body doubles. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. It's like North Korea telling their country their football team won the World Cup.
1: That's true, yeah. Speaking of North Korea, we still haven't got our listeners back. <laughs> we
0: had yeah. two North Korean listeners. This is tr- a true story. I we did not even it. know
1: they got the internet. Yeah, this is, this is where it gets bizarre, right? So we had like seven shown up in our statistics for South Korea and two shown up in North Korea. And of course it's like, that's a glitch. It's probably nine in South Korea. It's a glitch. But the North Korean stayed for a couple of months. And I was like, what is going on? And then bizarrely, around February, Zero showed up for North Korea. And I don't know what's going on, that's, but it's very creepy. Yeah. That's the power of dear leader. Brown bread, God bless them. I think so. I think that's like you were listening to those those western pigs. <laughs> yeah. That's what it was. Even though look look, Kim, if you're listening, <laughs> you're welcome anytime, man. We'll Skype you. We'll Skype Imagine you. that. Jesus. You know what I mean? Um, all I can say is I love the stories about your dad. <laughs> and we're big fans of The Bodyguard also. It's a great film. <laughs> so, there you go. Apparently, that was his favourite film. Really? Yeah. he loved.
0: That's
1: a really Kasdan. Eurovision song, isn't it? Whitney? Whitney. No. <laughs> oh, oh. Sorry, don't, be, don't be trying to get Jeez, in on this. Oh. Sorry for <laughs> That was a real Eurovision song, Steve. wasn't it? what you're, you're just going to say, like, oh, yeah, Metallica's a Eurovision yeah. band. No. Oh, no, no. Come on, man.
0: Whitney. And I Will Always Love You. That's that is cool. not a Eurovision
1: yeah. I, okay, I'm willing to give you... There obviously would have been a great wind machine moment in that. <laughs> yes. There would I, I can see it as a performance. Yeah, but, <laughs> but it's, not, song, it's not a Eurovision no. song. Thanks, exactly. lads. It's not. But look, I like that you're trying. <laughs> trying <laughs> my <like> best. best. <laughs> I
4: mean, you, you could actually genuinely do a whole separate podcast on best wind machine moments <laughs> in Eurovision. Yeah, you could actually get really? about yeah. six hours. Oh, my God, yeah. Just discussing the use of what the wind. Was just, you,
1: ha- you have to remember, right, there are so many songs that have nothing going for them that they're looking at it and they're going do you want know liven this up what's that wind, wind machine wind machine and it went from a point where like three or four countries used it and there was a wow factor to now every song even if it's just a bald lad playing the guitar has a fucking wind yeah. machine
4: neve Kavanaugh, actually when she went back a couple of years ago in That's 2010 right. she actually had to request the wind machines be turned down a little yeah, bit because she that. was actually losing her breath because these things are legitimately like... Yeah, you should can pick d- up your clothes if, and everything. If you
1: want to feel what a wind machine the Eurovision is like, when you're driving home tonight, stick your head out of the car and try yeah. to sing your favourite Christy Moore song.
4: That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the Eurovision wind machine right there. Yeah. It's powerful,
0: okay. man. Do on the way home
1: tonight. Do, let us know how you get on. Or <laughs> back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. Well, favourite wind machine moment. Ooh! I didn't even think there was such a thing. There's many. Conchita used it well. Conchita used it amazingly Conchita well. You could well. even see li- little individual hairs on her beard flicker. Yeah. That's how well she used it. it was a good win machine. Yeah. How so did you feel about the whole Conchita thing? I had no problem with Conchita winning. Mm. I didn't. I
4: mean, I, I got the kind of semi-backlash. And mm. What was and can, the beard. Remind me. The, oh, the, the, bearded, the, bearded, the, bearded, the bearded. The bearded lady. lady. But lady. But I mean, yeah. You know, it was meant to be a message about gender fluidity and who cares mm. and... It was a good song. That could have been a James Bond theme. It, Do you know what I mean? It, it was, was legitimately a good song. It wasn't.
1: Well, it was the Shirley Bassey comparisons were there from. Yeah. So long, like it was. not like, a bad song. Always like a Phoenix remember No, sing it. I'm terrible at singing, Ryan. Just What's, give it another. Bar. That's pretty much all I've got. But just give it another bar. No, you can YouTube later, man. <laughs>
4: This is one of these places where Danny's going to edit in the yeah, song. Yeah, Exactly, underneath. yeah.
1: This is what we're talking about there. And you're okay. going to look really stupid exactly. yes. <laughs> everyone <laughs> else is going to be
4: hearing oh, it.
0: Oh, that song. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. We all
0: agree, though, that Rock and Roll Kids is the best Eurovision
1: song ever, yeah? <sighs> best Irish one. Ah, I would put Certainly. it in my top, maybe top three, definitely top five. Yeah. Of, of all, all time. time. Of all time. Of all time. Mm. What's the... What's
4: and it's, the funny thing is, it was the one RT sent because they didn't want to win. Mm-hmm. I mean, that old joke in, in Father Ted about RT not wanting to win the Eurovision again was actually true. And the yeah. song they sent to not win the Eurovision ended what up, is? I think, being our most popular song ever, which is yeah. Rock and roll That bass. was in Dublin, though, wasn't it? Rock and roll It was, but it was yeah. the third time in, in a row yeah. that they ended up winning and they just didn't. So they were hosting it for the second year in a row. Yeah did not want to win for the third time, so they're like, ah, Rock and Roll kids. These feckers, they'll never win. Let's Could send them. It, and it ended up being end up our best, song. Our best yeah. song
1: most popular. Because in truth song ever. they were like, Right, we I've heard it being sung after Nights Out. Oh yeah, and you will do. Yeah. 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 It's, it's one of those that has gone to that next level of cult fame. Like it's oh, not steady. Do you know what I mean? Um Best Eurovision sing Okay. I do have one that I love purely for a non it's not actually a good song. It's pure novelty. But I love it and I would encourage, I'm not going to sound bad this one, I'm just going to ask people to YouTube this because it has arguably the greatest misheard lyric of all time. Mm-hmm. 1978 Israel, it won it. It was a song called Abani Abana, but when you listen to it, it sounds like he's saying I want to be a polar bear. Yes. You, you know what I'm yeah, saying? I know right? that one. Sing a bit of it. It is an absolute. And I want to be
4: a bowler, babe. And it, it sounds sick. like he's
1: saying, I want to be a polar bear I want to, ride." But hmm. he's actually saying, I want to be an avon. Yeah, he's saying something. Yeah. Who sings that? Um, it was Israel in 1978.
0: Yeah, let's leave it with that. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> See, when you done that gag about six chapters ago, it was great. But now that you've.
0: Brian enjoyed it. That's all that matters you're just going yeah. mad you got stung again
1: oh right, yeah look you're trying to take me down in front of the guests. Why, why, <laughs> <we, laughs> why do you do this to why, me? why do we have why do we have these domestics in front of our guests <laughs> yeah. do you know what I mean like we'll get home and it'll all be alright i like, I'm oh, definitely you, YouTube and the song do do it's brilliant um, yeah. they look like a really shit Jackson 5 <laughs>
0: Really that's probably what they were going. The look they were going for, probably was. probably, it? Was probably it, legitimately
1: drove
4: there in the back of a van. They looked like that sort of band. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. Exactly. They yeah. rolled them out and were like, "There you go, lads." Yeah. And they just popped around and left again. Um,
1: I think that was the second time Israel won it.
4: It was an actual. Yeah, it was a two in a row for Israel. Yeah. One of the one of the rare ones of back to back victories that's Israel true. had won yeah. of all
1: countries. But uh, yeah, I want to be a polar bear. That's one of my favorite. Even though that's not what it's called, I just love it because of that here <laughs> lyric. <laughs> Rocking all kids is up there. Mm-hmm. Volare, come on. Volare is. That is one of the Eurovision classics. Because yeah. everybody loves it. I thought... Volare.
0: No? I say Eurovision. <laughs> look at it.
4: Look at there you go. <laughs>
0: look at Enriching this. Enriching the knowledge. Yeah. ABBA. That's the...
1: Waterloo. Oh, yeah. I knew that was Eurovision. Yeah, there you go. Um. Yep. What a Euphoria, as we said. I I liked only teardrops. I did. Um, I'm not letting only teardrops now. Yeah. No, that's... No, like I'm bored there. with that one. Um. What else was there? Are you listen to top
0: five?
1: I'm just listening to ones that come to me. Like,
0: what are your top five, Brian? I genuinely
4: don't have a top five. Yeah, if that's you, what I'm saying. That's you ask real fans, they can't really pick. No, it's so many. Them. They're like your children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can't pick your <laughs> exactly. favorite Eurovision size. except
1: for in fairness. I know in my family. Like, you could pick the favorite child because that's you know, me. You know what I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, come on, like we're not the favourites right? In our family, you're, you're the favorite. Like, I mean, yeah. So <laughs> probably you, know. you could probably, probably pick the favorite one child because the other one's a bit of a dickhead <laughs> <Janet>? <laughs> I've only got one brother oh boy. Oh yeah, um, yeah no see what I'm doing is I'm naming songs that I've no problem admitting this I have a Eurovision playlist on my laptop
0: doesn't surprise me
1: and I have certain songs on that that if you were to look at the play count would be in triple figures
0: are you the same
4: bro? oh easily yeah <laughs> My gym playlist is Eurovision and I'll tell you why because I don't like long periods of exercise and Eurovision songs are three minutes long because yeah. I'm like Woof, well I've done enough on this. <laughs> <laughs> three yeah. minutes. Three,
0: three minutes man. That, yeah. that, so that, that, yeah, that's the rule isn't it? Three minutes yeah, well, Three minutes not, six you,
1: people you know, on stage. Yeah, You're never going to have like a Bohemian Rhapsody length Eurovision song.
0: Six people on stage in three
1: minutes well. Mm-hmm. And that's um, it's like a, it's, a, it's a recipe for success when you think of it. It's, it's perfect for pop music. Perfect. Nobody wants it. You get your two verses and three
4: chorus. That's yeah. all you need. First chorus. First chorus. A little bit of dancing around in the middle.
1: With a key Final change. Final chorus with a key change. That's yeah. it. With a key change. With a key change. Which is, for people who aren't familiar with what that might mean, that would be, if you were at a Westlife concert, it would be the moment they stood up off the stool.
4: Whereas in Eurovision, it's when they jack up the wind machine to exactly. max. Exactly. That's when the, the key change kicks in.
1: It's usually where the, the female performer, who is wearing half a bin bag, usually plants her feet in acceptance that there's a hurricane coming Mm-mm. and it's about to try and blow her off said feet. Yes. That's that's usually the golden rule there. <laughs> I feel like we're doing a service by educating not just Graham but anybody listening <laughs> to masses. this. About, you know what I mean?
4: We're, we're gonna get offered work staging Eurovision Andrew. We're gonna
1: have to I like start
4: so. some sort of consultancy firm. 100%, Imagine. Like this is You know, you'll have all these Eastern European countries and be like Moldova, I'm sorry I can't fit you in I have Ukraine yeah. tomorrow. Reckon, so
1: yeah. I'm sorry about that. You know I mean Latvia, look, I know and now it's being hard for you. Riga's a lovely city and all. But we've got Azerbaijan on the phone. And they have the money. They've got, they've
4: got that oil money, son. <laughs> They're kicking people out of their houses to build yeah. arenas.
1: Wasn't there a thing about Jedward getting debt threats?
4: Um, yes. When I th- actually broke that story. Was say, that was my story. Weren't my page my exclusive
1: yeah. ever <laughs> in
4: my journalism career. A front, front page was splash, a story? I believe, as well. What was the story with it? Um... Essentially, a terrorist group, when um, Eurovision was in Azerbaijan a couple of years ago, threatened that they were going to kidnap participants of the Eurovision and mm-hmm. execute them. Now they didn't name any, but Jedward were going that year, so that meant that Jedward were being threatened by terrorists, yeah. which ended up on the front page of three tabloid newspapers. Um, not my own newspaper, I must say, still a source.
1: I remember from the Mirror.
4: Mirror. And the Sun both had it on their front page. Might and have, The Star to, had a little snippet of it. Might have to
1: beep that middle one out there.
4: Yes, this mm. week you can't mention that news. Yeah, week. you're
1: not allowed to mention no, that, no, no, October, no, uh, yeah. that, that news. <laughs> <place>. Definitely not. <laughs> yeah. It's <Yeah>. um, gone. <laughs> Delicately put, Graham. Delicately put. Um, yeah, Jedward, were getting dead. Tra- like, well, in fairness... Th- and in
4: fairness, th- they should have listened to it and not have gotten to Eurovision that year Probably. and ruined their good year the year before with that mess of a song. Yeah, it wasn't with a With the water fountains and Linda Martin.
1: Song. I was going to say, actually, that was the one with the water fountain. that looked, yeah. Linda yeah. Martin picked
4: that song. Did she? The great saint Linda Martin picked that song. I was going to...
1: It's not... It's not it's, uh, Linda, Linda's infallible. Like, it so was
4: rejected from the Swedish selection three times. Yeah, uh, between 2008 and 2012 it was submitted and rejected three times but that meant it was good enough for Ireland to come 20 seconds in the final
1: is this is this all kind of you're like hang on other countries get offered songs and then other countries take those songs and yeah, that's surprising powerful. yeah very surprising treat it like a footballer going on trial oh yeah
0: there
1: you go he's been offered a close he goes has a listen they're like not interested mate sorry but then eventually he finds a home so
0: yeah that's a fair yeah, yeah we're yeah.
4: we're just like the kind of shoddy seconds thirds fourths, or <laughs> yeah, fifths. It's, it's probably exactly. like 17th at that yeah. stage we, a lot do you
0: ever have a bet with the Eurovision every year every year. every
4: year although I, I recently found out that betting through your bank account counts against you for a mortgage so I won't yeah. be doing it. I didn't know that but yeah. I won't be doing it anymore
1: you um, just have we to go into the grand. shop
4: I wasn't going in um, there with all those men with their horse racing <laughs> and then I'm like hey fellas <laughs> can I put a bet on the Eurovision <laughs> 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 I would get beaten out of the place. You don't need to be. So I say was that. doing it on, like, you know, like private browser mode <laughs> on my
1: laptop. <laughs> so even your own laptop won't judge you. Incognito, yeah. Eurovision betting. Let's hope my laptop doesn't just shut down and yeah. laugh at me. I, I had like mm.
4: two good years. Last year was grand. I got like yeah. 300. Last year I had a really good year. I got
0: like 600. Wow. Yeah. So give our listeners a tip. like uh, at each, So give us an
1: each way bet and an outright winner oh, I haven't actually looked at the odds usually Ireland to beat England is a solid bet
4: not this year not this year the British um, song isn't too bad this year I haven't actually it'll be good to for one. 19th while Nicky finishes 20th that's <laughs> our <sort of> way <laughs> um,
1: the, the no points bet is always a good market I find very
4: it. difficult though these days in the final because everyone's got through a semi-final but just do a, an
0: outright winner and an each way bet tip give us a tip You see,
1: here's here's the thing, here's the thing, with an outright winner this year, it's a little bit weird because at the moment, France and Russia are the two that are seen as so far ahead of everybody else, and then you've got Australia, you've got Sweden, can't remember who else is in the kind of top five running at the moment, personally I think Russia will come second or third. I think France. So Russia's a good each way bet.
4: Russia is a very healthy each way bet. Yeah, but the problem is
1: the odds are too short. Yeah. The odds are two or three to one. Like
4: Iceland is a good each way bet.
1: Iceland is a good each way bet, actually. Iceland yeah, I'd, like to I'd be confident. a An outright winner? <sighs> it's too hard <sighs> to pick an outright winner right now, I think, personally. Um, yeah, it's,
0: it's. What's going to change now between. You, now when you years? need to see them on stage, you
4: can Iceland. then you can judge them all on yeah. an equal playing field.
1: Iceland are 67 to one at the moment.
4: I would put I'm, Iceland would be my that is a good each way but I might say I picked Belgium last year as my tip for good each way bet and they were kind of similar odds when I put bets on so yeah. they came fourth so just I
1: in did yeah I had I think I predicted well, I, I put, put a few and, year, and I think Belgium were the one that upset me I think I had them all in order except for Belgium they upset it I think potentially I'm just looking at the odds here to see right. So you've got Russia as favourites at the moment followed by France and there's nothing really between them at the moment um, then you've got Australia, you've got Sweden, Bulgaria, Malta, Latvia and the Ukraine. Of those, I don't think the Ukraine is that strong an entry this year. Ukraine always turn it
4: around for Eurovision though. Like, Ukraine gonna, like, have had really dodgy songs that they've ramped up yeah. by the time they got there and changed around.
1: We're running out of time here, this is going to take me on.
4: <laughs> France you can rule out, right? France aren't France going to win. A
0: good each way bet you're saying is Iceland.
1: Iceland's pretty Iceland
4: definitely aren't going to win because they're just yeah. hopeless.
1: Ireland are 100th one at the moment, as are the UK.
4: Azerbaijan so. are in the shot, probably, because they always are, because they bribe juries. They, yeah,
1: Azerbaijan. <laughs> they're 34th one at the moment. Yeah, Azerbaijan's
4: so, a good bet. Um, Sweden, as I say, I wouldn't rule. Sweden are either going to. Is
1: this going oh, to go out bottom. after Eurovision? No, it's going to be out before Eurovision, obviously. That's on. grand. So, <laughs> so,
4: like so exactly.
1: people will be betting their houses, yeah, basically, this, on this tip. So Bet responsibly yeah, Bet responsibly, kids. <laughs> um, Graham, who's obviously high up in the production chain of just me and Graham, um, <laughs> and we've had discussions about when these episodes go out, and we've known that the schedule is, this will go out the Sunday before semi-final one, has an entire week building up to work. Is this going out after Eurovision, is it? you cabbage <laughs> right you're I'm saying Iceland f- for each way be.
4: Iceland each way yeah good odds <sighs> I'm gonna do a good shot. That. shot yeah
1: as a British sure I'm paying people off it's definitely a decent bet
4: although they got rumbled on that and they kind of aren't allowed to pay people off anymore which is why they did really badly mm. last year
1: true we're just about out of time Brian so right two of us have to call a winner here <sighs> straight up what does your gut say
4: Oh, I'm gonna throw Australia out there. Yeah, I was actually say <laughs> Australia myself. Mm-hmm. I
1: just—it's the 60th anniversary. Last year, it was a novelty factor, and it was an alright song. This year, I think the song is better than last better, year. I'm yeah. not mad on it, as I, I kind of put it in the equivalent bracket that I put Satellite, and I wasn't mad on that. I just think, and your one seems like a likable girl. Is she Australian? Yeah. Yes. So, Shockingly. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's not Aboriginal now. No. All right. No, she's one of the invaders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just when you asked be great. She did a big
0: tick Aussie accent.
1: Yeah, Brian, um, pick a country. Um, Australia.
0: <laughs> ah, <laughs> I'm know. doing Australia to win outright and Iceland each way.
1: Iceland each right. way. All right. So based on Brian's tips, there you go. Yeah, I, uh, I was going to hope you wouldn't say Australia today. So I'm going to go Australia, <laughs> Brian, and see then if we can. But you're saying you're saying you don't think Ireland will make the final.
4: Right now, no.
1: Okay, I'm going to say Ireland will make the final. Right, so that would be where me and you have our little.
4: Yeah, but I might change my mind, Danny. So Let's <laughs> not, not tie me down to this. But okay, like now, right
1: now, based right. on song. Can we no. agree on... You're going to say the UK will finish ahead of Ireland? Yes. I right, UK Ireland, will finish ahead of Ireland. I you know. think Ireland will finish ahead of the UK. So that Which is all it. that matters. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Nobody cares about winning. It's Nobody about beating <laughs> the old <laughs> enemy. Yeah, yeah, That's it. That's In it. every form of life. Exactly, yes. Yeah. It's, it's great to see the UK lose when it comes to Eurovision, football and the war. That's <laughs> the same. That's all that matters. <laughs> anyway, Roy, look, Eurovision. I'm excited. I love it, man. This is great. We're doing this every See, year. See, I, I always do watch, watch. do watch it, but
0: I just don't...
1: This year, you're going to watch it after having me and Brian's de- giddiness infect you. Definitely. And you're going to look you it. you tweet
0: like mad during it. I love it,
1: man. How can you not? I have my tweets pre-prepared, I'll be honest. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not
4: even jo- I have them in drafts because I don't want to actually have to take that much time to
1: type them. Because there's always... So I
4: copy and paste them through. There's always the go. panic
1: that autocorrect will do something and you will lose that critical window of maybe 15-20 seconds to get yep. that tweet out while well, it's still funny yeah and if that if, if you were tweeting about Plus the kinda, Spanish yeah, entry you
4: kind of adjust them during the week you're like, oh, you know what? that's yeah. better that's better than I am if, like,
1: if you were tweeting about the Spanish entry oh, and the, the postcard for Italy is already on gone <laughs> there's no point to it your either. window's gone man your window yep. is gone you Big have job. to be you have to be succinct and you have to be good quick deadly as Roy Keane said fail prepare prepare to fail there you go Brian, if people want to follow your hilarious tweets on this, Brian My underscore ones, I
4: might send them out a week in advance can <laughs> judge them or something. <laughs> be out having a few drinks, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. send them out. people. Thinking up people up you dance, <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah.
4: which one should idea? I send on the night? Yeah. <laughs> you vote.
1: Uh, Brian underscore o underscore O'Reilly, no underscore Riley. Sorry, yes. there's not two that O's in there. <laughs> it's very very
4: catchy and memorable. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Will you actually say it properly? Because I've just made a balls of it.
4: Brian underscore <laughs> o underscore Riley.
1: Perfect, there it's you Brian go. Will you live tweet Eurovision this year for the crack? If I'm watching it, yeah. If I'm watching it. You, you, you will be, watch you will be watching it and you'll be
4: on the edge of your seat cheering for Iceland. You will. I never. will if I put money on it. You'll be there with your Icelandic flag, yeah. <laughs> Viking hat on. Uh, at
1: <laughs> at Merrick Mania for, uh, for Graham's Twitter. I'm going to be tweeting from WTS pod this year. Um, but I'm so at that. We'll listeners. those listeners. <laughs> um, no, we will gain friends. How Sorry. dare you how very <laughs> dare you. Brian, thanks man for your time, man. Thanks for joining thanks, us. Thanks, Brian. Thank you. I cannot wait for this Eurovision, man. Cannot wait. Man, two guests, some wrecked. Yeah. Whew. That was I'm good. Absolutely wrecked.
0: It, it, I wasn't too keen on the whole Eurovision concept, but I enjoyed the, the two yeah. guys' company yeah. and it was a good crack. Brian was great crack. Yeah. Charlie was, was great crack. Charlie had a lot of scepticism about my Eurovision. He did. Yeah, um, he he
1: he's not sold on your Eurovision fandom no, at all. And he shouldn't be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope he goes back now and checks out Vladimir Putin singing Blueberry Hill.
0: Yeah.
1: I really do. Well, uh, uh, And I he, hope Brian puts to bed any issues he has with Linda.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, I hope Charlie knows that I love Rock and Roll Kids. It's definitely yeah. one of my favourite. Yeah. It is my favourite Irish Eurovision song. It,
1: it's definitely the best Irish entry we've ever had. Yeah. And as I said, when we were talking to Brian, I think it's top three, top five Eurovision songs ever. Well, it is the best it's ever. It's unbelievable. Like, S- f- f- um, says me. I'm that took it out of me. That was a lot of Eurovision. And, you know, I say that with, with pride.
0: We better get loads of Eurovision listeners.
1: We will, man. People people love the Eurovision. <laughs> Hashtag Eurovision on Twitter. Love it. Hashtag ESC2016.
0: Is that what it is?
1: Eurovision Song Contest. You've already, check already checked this Don't out. What do you mean, already checked this out? I know week. what's happening, man. I know what's happening. Brilliant. We're just. We're t- when this. The first day that this goes out, we're just two days away from the semi final. Yeah. Tuesday, the semi final. Ireland aren't in that one. Don't worry about it. Thursday. Thursday the semi final. Nicky Burden. With Westlife fame. Gonna bring home the
0: bread, son. Former Leeds United goalkeeper, former Westlife singer. Mm-hmm. Now. Eurovision, representative of Ireland. Exactly.
1: Come gonna, on, Nicky. He's going to get to the final. Do for the lads. I still maintain he'll get to the final. I'm just not convinced the final will go. I, I hope I'm wrong. I would love to be wrong. I would love nothing more than the O2 or the Tree Arena or the Point Depot, or whatever it's called these days. Or Mill Street. Or Street. Or, or the Grand Canal Theatre. Or, or Vicar Street. Strip it back. Make it raw. I don't care. I would love nothing more for it to be in this little country this rainy little rock in the Atlantic to host the Eurovision once more and for us to be eight time, eight time, eight time, <laughs> eight time, eight time, eight time, eight time, eight time. I didn't count the amount of times and said I was eight.
2: Eurovision,
0: Eurovision champions. champions of the
1: world. Be amazing. <laughs> I'm rekt, <wrecked>, Graham.
0: <laughs> Thanks for listening.
1: Yeah, lads. Look, I hope. Ray, um,
0: share, subscribe, yeah, subscribe. Leave, leave comments on Review. iTunes.
1: Yeah, yeah. Give us, a, give us a yoke on iTunes and all that. I hope uh, you, you've you in, in some way At least been made more curious About the Eurovision Normal service will resume next I week I think
0: if you didn't like Eurovision I think there were still good interviews
1: I hope so Of course there were And so look I hope there are a bit <laughs> of crack oh, look at I hope there are a bit of crack But look lads uh, Normal service will resume next week Housekeeping back next week Everything will be good next week But until then Good luck Good night and God bless